0: are live, hey Concrete, hey Danny girl, what's good, girl? It's almost Friday.
1: Almost, not close enough, but almost is. How's your almost. week been? Busy. It's been a busy week for me this week. No complaints, okay. but it's been busy. Okay. Uh, how has your week been? <sighs> um.
0: It's been a long week. I'm tired. Like, I'm just... Me too.
1: Me
2: too.
0: (laughs) Like, leave me alone. I don't feel like being bothered. I want to just go hide. And so I'm kind of overwhelmed with that, you know?
1: Yeah, me too. I think it's just so much going on in the world and um, just, oh my gosh, I, i You know, sometimes you just need a mental break, but it's also like dreary here and rainy. So I'm really just kind of (laughs) like, but I'm sure my energy will be boosted here in a minute once we get to chatting. Yes, yes.
0: So anything interesting happening on your end?
1: Hmm. Any? Oh, well, first off. Um, I hope all the fathers had a good Father's Day. Um, I hope yeah. you all did. I hope that you guys were celebrated by your loved ones, by you know, your children. Um, I hope they made y'all the drawings so you can stick it on your refrigerator and the macaroni necklaces and all that type of all that good old stuff. Um, I really do hope everybody had a really good Father's Day. Um, other than Father's Day, which was this past weekend, which, Um, I celebrated with my boo and um, we had a good time. Um, It was chill, just me and him. And other than Father's Day, there's nothing else like really going on in my world. Um, I didn't see any women posting, calling themselves, um, wishing themselves a happy Father's Day. I did see a A few brothers that complained afterwards about like their gifts or lack thereof, the lack of the acknowledgement or, you know, gifts that they were shown saying, you know, they go all out for their wives and their children. But, you know, they kind of got the shaft as far as gifts go.
0: Oh, sounds like a little personal problem.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh! you worse than the women. The women was like, "Well, you shouldn't have chosen them well, today the ain't about you. I mean, it ain't about gifts anyway. It's about spending time with your child. okay, now, if women were getting the shaft on Mother's Day, it'd be like heads would be rolling. You already know,
0: um, you know what though uh-huh. so I really don't feel like contributing sperm is like the same thing is really carrying...
1: Oh, and- here you go. <laughs> yeah, know you're about to start though, <laughs> right? Here you go. <laughs> I just... Call Listen. me crazy. I'm just Listen. saying, like,
0: you got a whole baby in your stomach for 10 months. <laughs> like a baby, like a person, like a human in oh, your okay. body. Okay. And all they did was give sperm okay i'm gonna
1: tell you why we I should be treated equal okay. <laughs> i disagree sis. like i disagree and i'm gonna tell you why i think that men okay. should be acknowledged as much as no if not wait more,
0: wait let me it. make mm-hmm. this clear they definitely should be celebrated because after the fact yes fathers do a lot great deal mm-hmm. no doubt I'm talking shit, but... Okay,
1: yeah. Well, let me tell you yeah, why, so. my, why I feel like it should be a big to-do, that you should go out of your way to make the day special for, you know, the, the, your father and your, your the king in your life and your husband, um, because... As the protectors, they're expected to they lay their lives down on the line. And that's the ultimate sacrifice. So because of that, I think that they should just like there should be a, a special celebration to acknowledge, you know, their efforts, their love, their hard work and all that they do. So that's just me. But I also made sure that I took time out to acknowledge the stepdads and the men that are, you know, filling those shoes, that men that don't necessarily have children, but they mentor.
0: Huh? You mean the simps of society? Oh,
1: my God. And that's what we want to refer to them as. But they don't get the acknowledgement that they, de- they, don't get the acknowledgement that they deserve. So I, I really kind of wanted to, you know, take time out to definitely acknowledge them and the role that they play, too. Because, you know, stepdads are also important, too.
0: Absolutely. 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 Um, yeah, I just thought that was
1: funny. But you're always starting some mess. Oh, my gosh. I
0: can't with you um so uh I've started asking a few questions on the community tab, and mm-hmm. um I kind of had this idea of like starting our own surveys and data, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure somebody already came up with that, but you know, really to get like real feedback on mm-hmm. what people really, really think mm-hmm. and um It's been real interesting so far, so.
1: Yeah, well, Um, I, like I said, I like nuanced scenarios because we don't have just data and nothing to speak to regarding it. I like, you know, real life examples because Mm -hmm. um, like generally there are a ton of variables that the numbers won't um, speak to. So I do know that Obsidian, a lot of times he will do his polls and he uses that data in his um in his shows. So other than that, I, I don't know who else um, does that, but it's not not a not a bad idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um I think I had asked something about um interracial dating and mm-hmm. people's mates, um, their responses to the current climate, like are people having conversations with their interracial partners mm-hmm. about what's going on and how is that working out with them? Because, I, you know, this is a difficult conversation to have on both sides. Mm-hmm. And so um, then, you know, we thought about the caring, and um, I do have a clip to play when we're ready.
1: Um, yeah. Well, first off, hey, hey, hey to everybody in the chat. I hope you guys are having an awesome week. I feel like since we were gone on Sunday, even though we did a show on um, Friday, I'm like, dang, I miss my peeps. Like, I feel like we've been going right. for a minute. But yeah, hey, hey, t- hey, to all of you guys. And yeah, I don't have anything else to add. I think that we can play the clip first and then we'll kind of speak to the topic.
0: Okay, hold on. Okay, there we go.
3: Karen, you're not gonna sit there and
1: flip me off. The volume went back out. Why did you flip why ma'am. did you flip me off?
3: You are totally me Karen. that I'm not!
1: Can you hear me? Ma'am, it?
3: did you don't touch me? you not yeah. to oh, Did you ma'am, did you, oh, did you or did no. you not cuss me? Did you no, not- I'm did you flip me off? You don't Why did I get flipped off? Why did I? Ma'am, I'm a... Att-
1: Karen, are you okay? Can you explain
3: to me calmly? You
1: know, attacking me right now. I'm
3: not attacking no, you. Know, like Ma'am, you, you flicked me, so you me off. You're ready to take Guys, this is her license plate number. She lives no, here. This no is her address. Karen, you flipped me off. No, you cut me off. And flipped me off and now if you're playing you the victim. Ma'am, would you like to calm down?
2: No, you're attacking me Um and
0: Hey, so did
2: crying. you
3: did you did you see her do it? I saw her do it. I saw her do it. I'm gonna walk away. I know but just this me. is not fair for me because now she's playing a victim when she victimized me.
1: Understand. She All victimized you me. You're not going to you. get anything oh, out
3: of this. We just you you have you to walk right. I know. You What's your yeah. name sir? Tony. I'm oh, Carlos. She's oh, right. right. just of to let you know what happened. I and she she was no, driving no, aggressively. No, 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 no. She flipped <laughs> me off. I and was, I, was, I, was I saw You saw it. She around and followed him back. Yeah. She started the whole thing. So I'm I I I'm, I'm gonna de-escalate it, but I, I just wanted to be known that sure. she started this and then now she's afraid that I follow I came back around. She's she's, she's beyond control at this point. We so just to I'm
1: gonna
0: leave. just walk away. one leg.
1: Uh-oh. Danny went out. Um I'm sure she'll be right back up. Probably just touched the wrong button. So give us a second and we'll play the final clip and I know that this is something that most of you have probably are probably already familiar with because I'm seeing this make the make its rounds throughout social media so it's probably um, something that you all are familiar with but we're gonna get into it and we're gonna talk about this Karen mania it's this Karen madness that is like... Seems to be extremely prevalent, or more prevalent now. I mean, that's probably because it's being videoed, um, or it's being recorded than uh, it has been. Okay, here she's back.
0: I'm sorry about that, y'all. Hold on. <laughs> okay.
3: She literally break checked me. She flipped me off. Yeah. And then this is, this is what we get. Fucking Karens, man. I, I literally, I'm doing Postmates. I actually going to go to get their order. <laughs> and now she's being comforted yeah. by, because she, I was literally going to Dicks to go pick up Postmates. And she cut me off. She flipped me off. And then when I, went, I had time today yeah. to follow you and be like, ma'am, no, you're not going to do that. Yeah. This is what we get.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, um, I think that the video speaks for itself. Um, this is like the latest of like a long line of incidents where these Karens have been showing their true colors, showing out, showing their tails, just like going all out, honey. And um, this latest example it is um, I think that it, it was a perfect illustration of like what we're seeing and how their um antics how they can get their antics to work in their favor so to speak so
0: did you see people saying that he shouldn't have followed her did you see anybody talking about yeah. I, well, I'll yeah. say
3: that
1: yeah I saw people saying that he shouldn't have followed her and um I think that uh, to be completely honest with you I think that he was a little bit dramatic too because now if she followed him and, and that was the narrative that was given that she initially followed him and he turned around and followed her. Um, there's a longer video. If you go to his page, it's like 14 minutes. And he kind of goes a little in a, into detail a little bit more, but I guess she flipped him off and then hit on her brakes. And then, you know, he, they, he was like kind of going at her in the car and, um, as a result, um, she followed him and then he turned around and ended up following her. So if he was following her in return, I, I just don't think that that's a good idea ever. I think that it's kind of stupid um, to follow somebody, I was, you know, off of, of, a, of a road rage incident. Um, but nonetheless, I still think that just her antics and, you know, her display of just absolute insanity what you know speaks to a pattern that we're seeing throughout our society
0: yeah um i i understood why he probably was upset enough to follow her but i was like holy shit um this situation could still turn around and end up being in the wrong even though she wronged him first and so it's crazy because we have to think forward um, when we're in situations like that. And so it's like sh- somebody can do something wrong to us and we have to be careful about the way we re- we react to stuff in order right. to keep ourselves alive and um, to keep our asses out of jail. And yeah, I, that's frustrating. That's, that's really tr- frustrating.
1: That's true. But even in my situation as a black woman, if somebody if there's a road rage incident and somebody follows me home and pulls into my driveway, the first thing I'm doing is calling my man like come to the door because I don't know what this person is capable of. So, like, I just think that that is a very dangerous thing to do. I would never recommend that, um, you know, but his behavior aside, just the way that she was so absolutely hysterical. way wait, wait a minute. The very first thing that she said was, I have a black husband. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. you guys caught that, but she was making it known that she has a black husband. But I need to say that because you have a black spouse, because you have a black friend, because you have a black coworker, that does not mean that you are not uh, racist and or capable of displaying racist behaviors. And that's no excuse. Like that doesn't excuse you. That doesn't mean that you're you're not a Karen and that you're not using your privilege and you know your your white tears to your advantage because you have a black partner. What what does that mean? You know
0: what? Um, Let me shout out cool man, cool man, because there's another incident that bothered the shit out of me. And hold up. Um, Shout out to cool man, cool man. He said, these Karens just want the melanated D. Mm. They do, but they're not, uh, they're not, um, what's the word? Where they'll throw your ass in jail after they fuck you. Yeah, they're not um, excluded from that. I'm just saying. Um, but do you, you've ever heard of the comedian, Gary Owen? Owens? Yeah, I know who
1: Gary Owens is. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So do you remember the situation where he had, um, his black wife call, uh, Michael Blackson, a nigger? nigger? Yep,
1: it was absolutely foul. She was saying the word. He wouldn't say the N word. She was saying it. But he was basically including it in his parody to Michael Blackson, which was foul, uncalled for. She violated for that. And yeah, that was, that was some mess.
0: Yeah. And so when I see situations like that, I'm like, <sighs> shit, it's like we still don't get it. And it's, it made, because that situation made me mad. And then when she's like, she has a black husband, And so then you really get to wondering what happens behind closed doors. Um, Because I've noticed when women are in like white women are into into interracial relationships.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I've seen a lot of them talk like real, real reckless. And the behavior is usually condoned by men.
1: Let me tell you. Not even
0: condoned, encouraged. Oh my it. gosh.
1: Okay. So I agree with you ten hundred thousand percent. Um I I've seen that. Like to me, when I think of a Karen, I don't automatically um assume that she is not in a relationship with a black man. You know, I don't automatically assume that, you know, she because those are the women that I noticed that tend to be extremely brazen. And when I thought about it, I was also thinking we were tossing around some title options. I was thinking, like, the anatomy of a Karen. Generally, they have that haircut, and a lot of them may have a um, mixed son named Jaden, and they have the high in the back with the hot, um, real chunky highlights yes. in head. And, like, a lot of them exhibit you what know you them. see Black men talking to. So, yes, I'm like, like sis, that doesn't mean anything because you're saying that you're married to a Black man, like at all whatsoever. And I do think that a lot of those women are more emboldened um, as it relates to, especially like their dealings with Black women. They feel like, I, you know, they'll do the head shaking thing and the, I've seen it.
0: It's like they get um, a superpower almost when they have Black men. And you know, I've and I'm not talking about all of them because I don't know, but there are some who, um, it's almost like they're entitled to your blackness when they have a black man, and so it's the sister girl, and they get ghetto and not you know, they, they don't talk like they would usually talk to their white counterparts, yeah. but they give well, you I like see
1: the them using the n word, reposting rap, yes. the n word in it, and yes. well, they get real bold.
0: Yes, and have you seen any videos on YouTube where you'll have like the black guy and he's asking the white woman questions about black people and uh, man, yeah, seen,
1: that's I've some those.
0: shit, it really is.
1: I, I have seen those, Um, but I, I think that like first, you know, we have to acknowledge the fact that there is definitely, Uh, you know, a growing number of white women who are now feeling like they're emboldened that they are, you know, even though they they, they use this whole um, victim thing that they've, always used and they use it to their advantage to um, infringe upon the rights of black people they they yeah. display these microaggressions and you know um, like getting in your space but they're saying that I was I was afraid I was scared I didn't know what he would do however you know they're asserting themselves to you know black people um, you know trying to tell you where you can and can't go where you can and can't be that you can't be barbecuing that you can't sell lemonade that mm-hmm. you know no, you can i mean like not they're, they're not even they're not even sticking to picking on and picking with adults like they will also you know go after the children
0: and did you see answer? the woman who accused the little black boy of sexual assault at the um Wait, they were no, a-
1: oh yeah i did see that
0: and her backpack rubbed her ass and she yeah. called the police listen and-,
1: and she was in new york she was in the wrong place trying that
0: yeah it was amazing, like, are you mm-hmm. freaking kidding me? Like, wow. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Because, um, listen, I, I um, Go ahead, and then I wanna talk about something that's really, um, it's, it's pertinent to the topic, but um, something that, um, it, it's pertinent to the topic, but it, it's moving away from, a, a, a little bit from where we are. So go ahead. Okay, um, I
0: also wanted to talk about how these videos are going viral and i noticed when ratchet black women do a certain things and those videos go viral a lot of men attribute it to a whole culture of women right mm-hmm. and so with these karen videos going viral like they are do they make those same attributions to white women in total because I'm seeing like there's a lot of white women with these same attitudes. Um, they're apologists for these people. Um, they empathize with these people. Um, mm-hmm. They were the the black man that just got flipped off and called and a nigger. Leave her alone. You know she's crazy. You mm-hmm. know just they ran to her defense very fast. And so you know it just makes me wonder.
1: Now, I have not seen black men, you know, categorizing these women. But what I can say is I haven't seen any black men defending them. And I have to be honest about that. So I haven't seen black men defending their behavior. And black men are the primary targets of, you know, their their outrage and their, you know, that, you know, I, I have not seen black men defending their antics. Um, you know, this is even like when, when black men are working, I've seen several videos of black men that are trying to make deliveries and they're being attacked and they, you know, are being asked where they're going and where do you, I'm going to call the police. And um, I also see some states are, well, New York in particular is making it a hate crime. You know, if you, you weaponize your whiteness, you know, quote unquote, uh, 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 you know, against someone because of their, not just your whiteness, if you're, Basically, discriminating against someone and kind of weaponizing the police um, because of someone's race or gender or sex or whatever, what, whatever have you, what you know. Um, but the the interesting thing is, I am um, on Facebook. I'm in a couple different groups, and one is Bob's and Karen's, um, mm-hmm. and one is another one bites the dust. And not only are these women displaying microaggressions in in public, they are also doing a lot of this online. Um, It is absolutely, these two groups are basically kind of like vigilante groups. Um, They are going after women and people who uh, um, display this type of behavior, they're finding out where they work, who they're affiliated with, um, and they're writing letters to the companies that they are, you know, work for, they're going on their social media sites, they're Making sure that these companies know that your employee is displaying this behavior, but I'm I see ten times the amount of that behavior being displayed online, where these women are saying, mm-hmm. you know, calling George um, Floyd monkeys and saying, uh, you know, we should, you know, doing things regarding the I Can't Breathe challenge, and as big as his nose is, he should have been able to breathe. But in the overwhelming majority of the women that I see, are school teachers, so they're teaching our children. Wow and it, wow. it's just sickening to me and I know uh, almost always they get fired. A few of them have been like business owners or they're already retired, so there's no um retribution in in the form of you know them losing their job, but a lot of a large number of the women work in the school systems
0: mm-hmm. wow, um there was something else that I wanted to touch on um and it really is kind of off topic, but i it's kind of on my brain, but uh, I was thinking: Did you see that Jimmy Kimmel had um, did blackface and he came out with an apology? Have you seen that?
1: Uh, yeah, and he's also taken a hiatus for a couple months. Yes.
0: Okay. What are your thoughts about that?
1: Uh, I don't really have no specific thoughts about it. I don't, you know, I don't really watch Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, I think that. <sighs> You know, I think that everything that comes in the dark, uh, everything that happens in the dark comes to light. Um, I am proud of the work that Black people are doing to out these races. I am proud that, like, we are, like, kind of banding together and going after, you know, them and making sure that their employers know what type of behavior their employees are engaging in. And I think that it is, like, sweet justice because that's the best way to... um to, to affect them is by um, hitting them in their pockets.
0: Well, so I was thinking about that, right? And so this is my thought process because I'm like, when they start going after white people for um, using like racist terms and stuff, then I'm thinking they're probably going to start going after black people um, for the same things. And it was interesting to me because I'm like, I'm watching, I, and I watch Jimmy Kimmel every now and then. Usually I'm not up that late, but I watch Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel every now and then. And so um, it's been condoned for a years on top of years. Nobody's had anything to say about it. Then I thought about, um, what are the two brothers the movie with uh, White Chicks? White
1: Chicks, yeah, Marlon and right. Marlon and Sean.
0: Right. And then I said, um, then you have Dave Chappelle, where we've seen him dress up like a white guy. And so we've seen several other people do it. And I'm wondering, is are those types of things going to come back and bite us in the mm. ass?
1: That's a very you know interesting saying? point. Good point. Good point. Good point. I hadn't thought about that. Um, I do want to say that, well, you know, sometimes, too, it depends on the context, because... What's his name? Played a black man in the army movie. Oh, what is his name? Oh my gosh, I can't think of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, played a black man in the um, yeah. Um, So you know, if you like, I didn't think Jimmy Kimmel his was like him acting or anything like that. I thought it was like him dressing up in a costume and just. I don't know the context of him right. doing blackface, but I also think that blackface is tied to something specific regarding our history. Um, you know, that was blackface was used to kind of um, make. It was kind of to uh, denigrate us in a way, and you know they had you know bojangles and and black people dress up in blackface with the big red lips and talk real slow in a way to mock our appearance and our um, uh, intelligence or lack thereof. Um, whereas you know putting white paint on to act um, could be seen as something different. So I just I, I don't I, I, that is still a fair point, and it it that may actually um be something that they do go after as a result of that um, but like i said yeah. i don't know
0: and, and it's it's kind of like um be careful what you wish for because we're at a culture where now i think we're at a culture where black people can pretty much say whatever because it's been happening for so long but we also have to realize who owns everything and who's running most things. Right.
1: Which is Jews not, you know, Jews, um, own a lot of the media. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's definitely, you brought up a real interesting point. We can't deny that. That is, it's quite possible that they may, um, that it may come back in that way. But to me, um, you know, I was talking to my man and he was saying too, like, you know, we are in the midst of a revolution and there are going to be some casualties of war. So if as a result, they're saying, oh, you know, if us taking them down makes them say, okay, now we are going to go after them for this. And as a result, you know, someone gets in trouble for dressing up in whiteface or something like that is a casualty of war. I don't think that that means that we should stop going after them for um, the things that they're engaging in that are offensive to us as a people and our history,
0: right? Right. No, I I don't. Um, because I had responded to somebody in the comments who was talking about the woman shouldn't have followed the man. Uh, excuse me, that the man shouldn't have followed the woman, and I'm like, okay, we've been dealing with this for decades, centuries. Like, people are tired and when people are tired, people will start to react. So, you know, you're going to get what you're going to get at
1: this point. Yeah. uh, I think he was being a bit of a drama queen. Um, You know, people, I've been flipped off in traffic. I don't know how many times. Like, and this is another (laughs) reason why. Huh? Huh? What did you say?
0: Oh, um, I was just asking, did you drive that bad?
1: Oh, (laughs) no. Well, (laughs) You know what it is? Um, I can be an aggressive driver. So like if you cut me off and you're going too slow, okay, now you, you, you're you going to see my taillights because like, I feel the need to like intentionally get in front of you. So as a result, you know, I might get flipped off a time or two. But um, <laughs> at one time in particular, it happened. And that, this, that exact scenario, um, you know, there was a white man, you know, he was um, a white man who's, um. Let me see. How can I say this? He was a white man who, uh, a hillbilly type of white man. So he had a bunch of mess in his truck. And that happened to me. And he got in front of me. just pulled out and got in front of me. I'm going at a pretty you know, high rate of speed, 40 miles or whatever. And he kind of pulled out in front of me. So he pulls out in front mm-hmm. of me. He's going slow. So I, in turn, got in front of him. So we got to the next slide. He jumps out of his truck with a freaking gun and he's coming up to my window yelling at me. are you so I ended up having the call. Yeah, here and um, it was right in Gwinnett. It was like in Duluth on Pleasant Hill. If like the people that are from Atlanta know yeah. where that is, or mm. from this area, but yes, so like that alone, I'm like, okay. First of all, I'm, you know, I'm, I would be more cautious next time and watching him. I would have went around him and ran a light um, next because I didn't at the time. I definitely didn't have anything to defend myself with. And I'm like, when I said I'm calling 911, I showed him my phone like, and I'm talking to 911 and putting it like he hurried up and got in his car and like ran the light and you know pulled off but like he literally he's calling me niggers and you know all type of stuff Um, so yeah like you have to be careful of like these road rage incidents I do think like I said he was being a bit dramatic but I think that just her behavior I don't care if you know his dramatics did lead him if they did end up in that exact situation because of his dramatics like her behavior was just absolutely uncalled for and it was a display to get sympathy
0: you know, but and she got it. It worked, mm-hmm. and so they still treated him like nigger. Leave this white woman alone. It
1: yeah. was still
0: like, hold up, she's still a victim. She's yeah. because she's crazy, so it's
1: excusable, and mm-hmm. they still. Uh, Listen, I expect no different. That is what we are accustomed to. Um, even if it had been all Black people, they would have sympathized with her, you know, more than likely because um, we are uh, trained to see them as victims. When she's screaming and she's just in hysterics, she's bawling, she's all on the ground covering her license plate and just, listen. <laughs> um I would have expected nothing, nothing different than what actually happened.
0: You know what? What really kind of has me curious. Mm-hmm. So the conversation, what was that like after that video went viral? And I think he said that she did call him a uh, a nigger, right? At the yeah, beginning. he did
1: say that, but people were saying they didn't believe it, but he did say that.
0: Okay, because he didn't really reiterate it. A lot, but not to say because we're not caping for Karen over here, Mm -hmm. but I'm kind of wondering what the conversation was like when she got home and then come down to, well, that that black man was after me. and You saw what happened. (laughs)
1: Listen, I'm interested, too. I do know both of the groups that I'm in, um, they're going to find out who she is and who he is. And like, it will be interesting to see because people will undoubtedly be, you know, trying to get an interview or see, you know, what their comments are as it relates to this incident. But yeah, I wonder what that conversation was like. Like, how do you? He yeah. probably would been like, babe, "Are you going to believe that innocent? black man over me?" <laughs> but she he's probably not going to. to. He's going to be like, "I know you're innocent, and he was attacking you, babe. I know how." <laughs> he's gonna listen. He's gonna sympathize with his boo. Like he is not gonna tell her. She's you, so know petty. He's not gonna say in this current climate. You know you're. Um, call you sticking your middle finger up and calling someone out of their name and you know getting into like road rage incidents, and um, he, he's not going to make her accountable for her actions.
0: I, that, that I, be I, I like don't believe it. so. Um, because if she did say that and um, that was her one of her first reactions, then you know, I think that's something that she's accustomed to, and yeah. We don't really oh, talk yeah. about She's, what happens behind closed doors, mm-hmm. but you actually have some men that don't care, and you know, I you guess
1: like by that, don't care about what specifically.
0: Um, racism. Um, like oh, they don't. Okay, care yeah, yeah, yeah. Use I've them had them so- word yeah. Period. You know,
1: we have. Listen, you when you posted the question on the community tab about men black well people in interracial relationships and whether or not they have you know their discussions during this climate you know the first thing people want to bring up is what about black on black crime you know so of course if you can't even if you can't even have a discussion with your partner about it because you're so busy um Pointing the finger and 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 derailing the conversation and and taking it off of race to talk about what's wrong with the black community. Um, I, I know that you know you're not having honest conversations about you know the, the climate that we're in and you know the state of this country and all that we're going through the racial tension, the oppression that black people suffer. You're not you're not capable of having. It's unlikely that you're capable of having those real conversations. Um, I have to admit, like my fiance, he is like very um, direct. And had that been me, and I came home and I told him about an incident where you know I was in a road rage incident and some dirty words were exchanged. I flipped some. Like he is going to hold me accountable as soon as I like what? How foolish of you! Like you put your safety in. J- but he is the type of man. He's not the type of man that you generally see dating white women. Um, they, there's a specific type, and he's not it because he's not going, he's not with the hand holding. He's going to tell you what it is, and he's not going to sugarcoat it at all. He's not going to be sweet about it. So it's not generally the type that you see dating white women, though. Okay. Are we ready to drop the link? Let's do it. We probably gonna get some apologists up in here, but if they come up at all,
0: child, ah, yeah.
1: let's do They're it. Hopefully, up. the people will come up and talk about this because I know they see the rise of the Karens. I know they see that um, they out here cutting up, up and acting a fool. Like you can't deny that. And um, yeah, I I I won't be surprised if we get somebody that comes up and says. Oh, but what about Black women? Black women have been showing their tails too. <laughs> That's probably what we'll get. But um, hopefully somebody will come up and chop it up with us about it. Girl. Ooh. I'm we so shattered. Shattered.
0: We yeah, shattered. Shattered. Uh, Leave the Karens alone, honey. Like
1: It's just like the entitlement and the privilege that they you know, operate with is absolutely insane to me. I saw one, and it wasn't even a Black woman. It was just an Asian woman that was exercising on the stairs. And, you know, one lady came, and she, like bumped her and then she came and she started cursing her out calling her all out of her name disrespecting her telling her to go back to her country how dare you take up the stairs when the lady moved out of the way when she was coming out like they don't care who you are like their privilege trumps yours and they're going to make sure that you know about it and you know they're in, in no uncertain terms Hmm. yeah so what can you do What can you do aside from backing any backing any um, states that are um, pushing for there to be legislation to make sure that when the police are being weaponized that you are um, when the police are being weaponized that you're, you know, held responsible and you're convicted or you're charged with a, um, a crime as a result of it? Because, you know, that that's. That is a very dangerous thing to do,
0: yeah. Um, did you uh get a chance to see the Angela Stanton interview?
1: Who is Angela Stanton?
0: I want to say she's running for city council in Atlanta. I want to say,
1: uh, no, I didn't see, but
0: it. um. I want to say she was a felon, but she is um, a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a really good in- interview on um, the Breakfast Club, and really? uh-huh, it was really good. Um, it was a couple people on here that reviewed it. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to uh, Ty City and um, DJ Kota.
1: No, I did not was see the- that Shoot, I can't think of the woman's name right now. I'm all off,
0: but yeah, she did a really, really good interview. I want to say it's Angela Stanton. Oh okay, no, she's this.
1: I didn't see that. Um, she's running for Congress, they said. Mm-hmm. Well, I do want to say though, too, um, I have like on my so my social media accounts, I have people that I've known for years and years and years. And um, some of them are are white, like there's some white people on my um, social media accounts. Uh, I've never I'm not like I don't have time to go through and search, you know, a couple thousand people and remove them from my friends list and stuff. But I have been doing it um, as of late, not going through my list, but um, I noticed that there are a ton of. Um, Karens on my social media who have black children, who have black partners, and they are mum on the issues of social injustice and mum on the issues of police brutality, but you see them posting, you know, rap lyrics and quoting Nicki Minaj and or um, you know, doing whatever else they do. Um, No, you know, all of them are like ratchet and stuff like that, but um you see them going on as if they're unaffected and it's kind of like wait a minute um you, you know this could affect your child your offspring this affects your husband um not that everybody has to be vocal about it but I find it disturbing Um, For you to, like me personally, I can't continue with life as as I normally was just ignoring everything that's going on around me because I, you know, am impacted by it. Um, And so when I see these women who post every day, all day, silly, frivolous, trivial things, but have nothing Mm -hmm. to say about, you know, um, what's happening in the world. I'm like removing them. Like, what well, first of all, why am I still friends with you? Get get off my page, <laughs> you know. Like, I just find um, it insulting.
0: Yeah, I think that um a lot of them are put into positions because they do have love for their family members. Mm-hmm. And so if grandpa was a racist, mm-hmm. but grandpa basically put you through school or some shit, you never know. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's how um, it is generally.
0: Yeah, so they empathize with these people, mm-hmm. and it's like they're not going to um disown their family members
1: mm-hmm. because or ruffle their feathers by posting something that would be in support of black people at this time. You're right, right. they don't want to upset um Uncle Daddy Jim or whomever it might be, but um. Right.
0: But yeah. then they have some of the same mindsets and so um, I think it's people who really agree with a lot of racist agenda, you know like they agree with a lot of the shit and but yeah. at the same time you can't really say the shit out loud and it's a cool thing you know so a lot of people hide yeah. behind it a lot more people are hiding or hiding behind uh,
1: it yeah. I understand that I guess I am listen I have family members on my page who have white partners, white wives. I, I, don't, I don't care. I'm still very vocal about how I feel. Are they very
0: vocal about stuff?
1: Um, no, yeah, they'll post stuff about, you know, sharing and posting stuff about what's going on, um, but I don't see their white partners doing the same thing, and I don't care if I offend them when I talk about the fact that um, when I give my thoughts on interracial dating— <laughs> I don't care if you're offended. Um, but I think you do bring up an interesting point. You know, they, they may feel conflicted in some way because of the fact that they could have, might potentially offend some of the um, their family members. But I have a few white women on my page who are showing up as allies. And they always have been. Um, to me, for me to consider you an ally, you have to specifically go against anti-Black racism. It's not enough to um, not be pro- racism or like you have to go like outwardly be publicly, you know, vocalize that you are anti-black racist and 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 and, you know, show up in support of the efforts to do away with it. And there are a few white women who are like, every day all day you know and they're arguing with their family members on the post I'm like oh dang well how she said that to her like and their friends like and tell them you know unfollow me now because I you know they're like and I'm like okay go off then
0: yeah um it's gonna be real interesting um Mm -hmm. what do you think about them tearing down um monuments and stuff like that so um, I even saw a post from Sean King talking about remove the white Jesus. Uh-huh. Um.
1: <laughs> Listen, um, I, I, I agree with the sentiments of the what seems to be the majority that, that 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 mess has to go. Um, why in the entire world are we praising Confederate sl- soldiers who also happen to be slave owners and slave traders and you know, who have a history, a known history of brutalizing slaves and, you know, um, hanging, you know, uh, people that were enslaved and, um, you know, killing their babies and doing some of the most heinous acts known to man. Why would we be celebrating them in the form of having a statue or monument erected in their honor? Um, no, that mess gotta go. Um,
0: now, I, I get with the um with the monuments and the flags, but <laughs> you mess with white people. Jesus listen, like,
1: Cesare Borgia gotta go too. <laughs> that's not the image of Jesus. <laughs> he got to go too. <laughs> like I'm not honey, like, him too. Bye.
0: Yeah, honey. I think um that's gonna be the real fight and the problem will be is um black people will actually be on the same side with white people as far as that is concerned so
1: listen if they I'm are really fighting
0: about that
1: if they are fighting to keep white jesus then maybe they need to go to <laughs> take them with them <laughs> Listen, cause we already know that everybody can't come, so take them too. Sure. Yeah. So,
0: you know they're calling um Sean King Talcum X Childhood. Girl,
1: they got so many names for that man. <laughs> it is like insane. Oh my gosh, I've heard some of everything. Um, Mount Mark Martin Luther Cream and all type of stuff. They calling that man. Mm. Hmm.
0: Yeah, um, I'm very distrustful of Sean King, though. Oh, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I you
1: know, um, I don't know. I, I don't. I think that that he serves a purpose. Um, I think that he, essentially, in this time, has been a new source for many Black people because some of the situations that are happening aren't even being covered. Um, so I think that he serves a purpose. Um, yeah. Just like I'm sure at one point in time Al Sharpton served a purpose or, you know, Jesse Jackson served a purpose. Um okay. yeah. Um
0: I think that um he does I think he pushes an agenda. And so I think it's more politically driven than anything. Um you, Republican,
1: really? I hear him talk bad about Democrats though.
0: Um, well, it was interesting to me to see him endorse Joe Biden. And oh, I, was I haven't wondering. seen him
1: endorse Joe Biden, I saw him endorse oh, yeah. um, San, Bernie Sanders.
0: Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, maybe wrong white man. Yeah, 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 he did. I'm he was
1: endorsing, bad. he was endorsing Bernie.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't trust this shit. Yeah, though. he, he uh,
1: is, you know, you gotta trust him as far as you can throw them, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: because it's like um when they when they talk and they bring about black issues and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden um they wanna push a candidate for election and stuff, and you know, and that's actually the way to get it done, but I just I don't trust them. To okay. me,
1: um, I don't think, I don't like that either. I think that, you know, you're an activist and I think that you have a large audience. I think that when you allow politicians to pander to you and you use your platform to uphold politicians when we all know that they all got all type of skeletons in their closet and have done so much dirt as it relates to Black people, you know, voting against... Um, voting against laws and regulations that would aid Black people, voting for laws that are, you know, um, basically that would continue to keep Black people oppressed. Um, I I just think that you should kind of try to steer clear of that. I I think that, you know, yeah, advise people to do their research and stuff like that. I personally wouldn't use my platform for that because... um, Yeah, then people are looking at you side eyed when all the, the the bad stuff comes out about you know the candidate that you um, were were pushing.
0: Yeah, I, I just didn't think it was a good idea. And I'm like, when you get to pushing your candidates and shit on us, mm-hmm. whoa, 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 bro, hold up,
1: mm-hmm.
0: hold up, like, wait a minute, man, Mm-mm. I don't trust that. Like, let people decide um, who's who and what's what. But mm-hmm. you, know, I, I, I was all for his platform when he was, um, posting the racial videos and stuff. But, um, when it gets to endorsing people, you know, I'm like, I don't know about all that.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that's a slippery slope, you know, personally. Um, yeah. But I think that, you know, to be completely honest, I think that most activists and most politicians, once you get to a certain level and you have a certain amount of influence over the people, that it's hard, that it's, that the opportunities for you to be corrupt will be more plentiful. And you kind of have to, you know, you're going to have to fight hard to, to, to keep your nose clean, so to speak. Yep. Well, concrete it doesn't seem like we're gonna I don't any- want to come up and talk about no. Becky that they, they like uh uh-uh, uh we ain't talking about her publicly <laughs> not when we not when we be behind closed doors trying to get with her what we look but like protect Becky at all costs uh-huh. mm-hmm. they like protect Becky protect the Becky they gonna come out, they gonna come out protesting <laughs> oh, attacking God. us for talking bad about Karen um so yeah I guess Becky is the, the younger <laughs> like a younger Karen. <laughs> Karen is like, you yeah, know, you they- remember
0: where they had all the different names, but it was so many that they just started calling her everybody Becky. I mean, excuse me, Karen. Um, well,
1: I saw, I don't know, rec- uh, recently, I, only ones that I've ever heard used are Becky and Karen. Becky. I saw something, I think it was on the shade room that said oh, Becky I- is I- like I- the younger white uh, woman. It was a
0: lot of them. Like it was the peppermint. No, peppermint patty patrol pat something like that. I I, it was a lot of them, like a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I know what you're talking about. Like you're talking about the specific names for the Karens that were right, right, right.
0: And it got interesting
1: though. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I was just gonna say they uh, that there are groups of white women who are trying to get uh, Karen listed as a discriminatory uh, word or you know a derogatory word um they're fighting against the use of karen
4: <laughs> well good luck to that them dumb little bitches good luck to that good luck to that but I, i'm up here so let me say something
1: about oh lord
4: life. here he goes fuck her fuck her oh. anyway, I, I i know most of the dudes won't say nothing because that tells you where they they're it, where they want fuck that's what give you more of the evidence. So if you put so, the title of Karen, you put they're going to come up? Hell fucking no. Talk about this, Black. Yes. yes. We'll come up on it. Oh, no. I got, I got this. I, I, I can't be seen. Y'all talking about I I, I got a new bunny in my my car right now. I can't. You know, you know, it is country And, and roads, I, can't, I can't be up here. You know what I'm saying? they up here to about say to Karen. And she already always getting mad that everybody's calling Karen to have a camera. I can't be
1: fucking around this. Y'all
4: yeah, know how it is.
1: Right. They ain't gonna speak out against that. You know what, um,
0: Chaos, you do bring about a very, very interesting point. A very interesting point because if we talk shit about Black women... If we are talking will, about
1: Shaniqua and Lakeisha, baby, we have a full panel. I'm trying to tell you.
0: Yeah. Um... That's interesting. That's real interesting. I'm I'm gonna get out of there though. I'm I'm gonna sit over here. That's
1: what I'm gonna listen, do. Yeah. We telling the truth up in here, and it just is what it is. They That's don't like that No, because when we have had discussions about black women, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and
1: um, listen, when we not having discussions about black women, they turn it back to black <laughs> women somehow. So. Um, look but um they don't want to talk about carrying them so you know i get it i'm not necessarily surprised um we do need uh, i mean i would have liked to have a discussion acknowledging what we're seeing because black men are are the primary targets as with most things um so it's important like to talk about it i mean if if y'all are you know um if y'all are feel some type of way that we're up here caring slaying, you know, um, the the most the least that you can do is have a conversation with the uh, white women that you interact with and, and um, let them know how dangerous their behavior can be to you all as black men.
4: Um, hey, um, one thing, um, do I have background noise? Does that sound clear? I just want to make sure.
1: I see. You clear? We could picture you.
4: Really yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. That. That. Cruise it right there. Because, all right, we could talk about black female fucker all day, every day. Yeah, I get you. It's nice. But let's shift narratives a little bit. Let's talk about these Caucasoid women that's in there calling Please to get your ass killed, niggas. Oh, no, we can't talk about that. What? Do you know she's so unbold that she come with 300 pounds of her ass and says that you're gonna still fucking eat that? You know, we, we ask people give oh. validation to Karen and, and Brad. That's why they will not change, especially Karen. She feels if, if the white men won't take her as this, to say uh, Lisa Nigua, and rightfully so, they do. Even to the point they said, I love black cock, but I don't like you niggas. You see them fucking toys They were swinging up? Listen, that's say, true. I can come, I can come as I am. And I tell black style. men, the standards gotta be very high now. No not woman should be yeah. feel that they could come into and say, you'll get this black Dick. No, no, <laughs> bitch, bitch. Are you three hundred pounds? No, no, bitch, no you you're going gonna have
0: to lose some weight. I let said me, my pants right me there. Say this. Let me say this. Um, because when you talk about black men being red pill for black women, but blue pill for everybody else, um, they'll look at does us. Does that crazy. prove it? does that prove uh, it? Absolutely, to me. But it, it's an interesting thing. It's a real interesting thing. Because I don't even think they realize how blue-pilled they're actually being for these women. And so <laughs> it's real interesting. Oh, another panelist. Yay. Hey, bro, speak. How you doing?
1: Wait, I'm doing uh, okay. How are you? Hello. Mm-hmm. I did want to say I saw Leo's comment and it was interesting. He said something about bl- most Black men don't care about Becky. Okay. Most, most of most black men don't date, or most of us don't date or care about Becky. Is what he said. Okay, interesting.
4: Yeah, I,
5: I would, I would agree with that. Most black men ain't the reason why most black men talk about black women is because that's the ones they're gonna be dating. They're not the. It's only a small few are going to be seriously dating a, a Becky anyway. So it's kind of as far as dating them and, and their actions towards Black men, it's kind of like a non-issue.
1: Well, how, bro-speak, when these are men that are doing their jobs, or men that are out in public that are being verbally assaulted and, and, and being are dealing with these microaggressions from, from these women?
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with you on that. And, you know, if you have those particular Beckys doing that, yeah, I mean, it should be addressed. But I think at the end of the day, I mean, black men got bigger issues than dealing with a a Becky. Now, me personally, I'm not, uh, I'm not a caper for for Becky. I don't, I don't really care either way. I mean, you date whoever you're going to date, just understand the consequences of dating that person. Um,
0: what do you think the consequences of um, dating interracially is?
5: Well, one, you uh, you got to deal with the family of the person you're dealing with. Because just because that particular person like you, that doesn't mean that their particular family do. And that really does, comes into play when you actually have a child. With that particular person now you got to deal with that person's family and if they and they're the anti-black yeah you're gonna have half of your half of the family for that child just not liking them at all and then you also got to deal with the fact that the person's own personal personal thoughts of you as a person, do they really like you for you, or, or, or is it just a fetish, or is it just a rebellious stage? Because you really look at it, a lot of these uh, Beckys and Brads, when they're dating outside their race, it's either they're rebelling against their particular family, or they're looking to you as a fetish. They want to try out the particular race. Uh, they want to try out this black woman is she really as sexual as people say she is or with the white girls I mean the Becky's they looking for that black penis are they really as big as they say they are so it''s it's it's, it's, it's a it's more or less a sexual thing and then once you get past that, now, like you said, it's, it could be a rebellious thing. We're rebelling against the family's norms. So it, there's a, you know, there's a lot of things that go into dating uh, interracially, um, it, particularly Becky's and
1: Brad's. So. I agree with that. I guess, um, and I, I like, you know, um, we're talking, we're being facetious partly, and we, we know that majority of Black men um, aren't dating outside of their race. Um, we understand that, but I guess it is concerning to me to see these women that are weaponizing their tears, that are, you know, deliberately, you know, taking action to verbally assault you know, weaponize the police and, um, it, and it can have very dangerous consequences. So although black men have bigger fish to fry, the weaponizing of these white tears can, you know, lead to more deaths in the community. Um, and it's just, I guess, kind of interesting that whenever we are talking about black issues, um, the panel undoubtedly, Reverts to how horrible Black women are, but we're talking about something very real that we all see. That is, you know, there are vi- videos that are going viral every day almost with these behaviors that we're t- discussing. And, you know, most don't seem to want to partake in the conversation. So I just find it, you know, interesting personally. Hi, hey, Mr. Research. Hey, how are you doing? I'm Pretty good. How you are guys. you?
6: allow me to speak. Um, You know, I I just say this about your topic. Um, In this Manosphere that Alpha Male Wisdom helped create, one thing back in the Alpha Male Wisdom days we did not have was a lot of anti-Black talk. Before Manosphere was created and you had Alpha Male Wisdom on top, He invited everybody to speak and to be on platforms where people could grow together and build and talk about working on self-improvement. Now, it didn't catch on for the first three years. Afterwards, it began to catch on. Now, unfortunately, 20%, 30% of it has devolved into name-calling females, way too much time focused on females and as it relates to your topic about the women here's the secret and i'm gonna let you guys figure it out over time three people have come to your panel and they have non black mates but those three people have never ever ever never told you about how great it is the benefits they get from their non-black mates. This is part of the problem. We have anti-blacks who love to speak negative. And I will agree, there's a lot of things that a small percentage of our black women do that are improper. But it ain't like you got a celebration story over there where you at. You come over to black spaces just to speak anti-negative. And when they come on your panel specifically, I have never heard them say, you know what, let me tell you all the great things about my Asian Thai wife. Let me tell you okay. all the great things about my, they don't do that. And when older individuals like myself critique them, then they want to do the feminine thing like name call or say, Mr. Research, you are trying to shame people. No, you should be shamed. Sidney Portier had a non-Black wife, but he did a lot of pro-Black things. Audrea Woodard has a non-Black husband, but she does a lot of pro-Black things. If we in this space that alpha male wisdom helped create would sit up here and allow brothers to only have the narrative, like the women, that Black women are trash, like the women say Black men are trash, then we all go nowhere the anti-blacks win, the people who come down in our spaces with black faces, but are actually got other agendas, Africa, whatever the case may be, then they end up winning ultimately. Here's my last point. I said to a brother who was questioning me on my show, he said, well, you know, brothers should be allowed to express, yeah, allowing to express is one thing, but using that as a hiding mechanism To name call your group is not strategic, and it's off code. So that's what's going on. They're not, I agree, they're not teaching their women about blackness. They've fallen in love with the structure of that Filipino family or the structure of that Irish family. And then they come back over to us and talk anti black on public platforms, male and
5: female.
0: Ooh, that was pretty, um, that's pretty interesting. Um, wow. Um, said a lot. So yikes. Um, because there's an argument that I want to make for the other side. Um, because you do, I, I see exactly what you're talking about and I know exactly what you mean. Um, but you don't really think those conversations are happening behind closed doors to where um, they really, really talk about these issues. And if those women are supposed to be more submissive, you don't think those women would fall in line? And it's just me playing doubles advocate.
6: Where's the proof of concept? Where's the evidence of achievement? Just to Say that they are doesn't mean they are look at Stacy Bash and her dad he went down to southern mexico to di- to divest but then he left his daughter to the wolves to fend for
4: herself
1: i would love to be a fly on the wall in the broom of you know some of these homes um because i you know am interested to know how you know if there is someone who dates out and you do have these conversations with your significant other, um, please come up. I mean, we, you know, we definitely won't be jumping on you. We actually want to hear a perspective that relates to, you know, what we're discussing. Um, I, I just would find it hard to believe that you could have authentic, genuine conversations about like, even just looking at the climate um, of, you know, talking about specifically um, the, the facts is one thing, but even coming home and saying, oh, my gosh, you know, like the the stress of what is going on and having to go in and, you know, work in white corporate America and, you know, talking about how stressful this time is for us as a people and talking about your fears, your concerns, your worries and um, being able to speak freely to someone, that, you know, of a different race and then being able to see um being able to empathize with you I, I just I would be very interested in how those conversations would go and if people are having those conversations and just from a genuine standpoint not a oh yeah because you know all, like I now I have seen people make comments such as finger pointing and yeah because if he wouldn't have done this if he would have just to comply with the police. And they're almost taking on those white supremacist talking points. And so exactly. if you're doing that in a conversation with your significant other, oh, yeah, I can believe those conversations are happening. But I mean, a true conversation where you're talking about the oppression of black people and you can talk about it and be honest about it um, without fear of judgment or, you know, retribution from your partner.
6: OK, let, let me also say this, um, because Jerome made a good point. Jerome says, I, I'm going to come up, but I just feel like I'm going to cuss this dude out. First of all, as a Black person, a Black male over the age of 25, we should be educated and calculated enough to not lower ourselves to name calling because you disagree with someone's take on things. You should be able to talk to Danny and Sister George without me interrupting and give them your take on an intellectual level. But if you sit up here and get emotional to the point where you want to attack me personally and get off the topic, then you didn't come to talk about the topic. You only came up to talk about me. So you shouldn't be having the the mindset as a true adult and this is why i say there's a difference between boys and and, and men Curling, a big I, give, I give Curlin a lot of props for being a man he's a mature brother every time i interact with him on this live or in the chat room but if you're a dude and you're constantly upset because somebody said the word potato and you really think it should be pronounced potato then, dude, you 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 got to get on your Alexander the Great and grow up and go kill a dragon.
4: Hey, but you know, Mister Research, it comes down to you know, are people even up here want to have a just a conversation? Like I expressed my views early for all oh, you men came up here, have certain views that people are opposed to, and feel said, "Well, I'm going to disagree with you," and I'm going to say, "Here's why," and go to run their mouths down the throat of other people without any brain any logic they yeah i advise most stay downstairs it's just, it's just simple we're gonna have the concert let's have the conversation you know don't be afraid come up and be respectful
1: that's all i agree i mean i think that if you are you know dating out you, first of all whomever you're with you should be proud of that if you, you know, have something to uh, in. come on, concrete.
0: Let's be honest.
1: You shouldn't uh, be proud of who you chose. No, no.
0: This is what I'm gonna say. In the current climate right now, black men aren't running to put their white women on display. In the current, they were
1: running to put it on, put them on display before.
0: We yeah, actually. Well, in my opinion, I feel like they were because it was like a trump card like ha mm, black not women. in this space.
1: Like we've talked about interracial dating or topics that relate to this, uh, you know, relate to people dating out before. They weren't like, "Oh, let me come up and give my experience aside from SKC and Truth as I know it. Those are the only two people." And they're I don't I didn't see them in the chat.
0: Um, no, I'm saying like to me, in certain instances, I have seen black men put um, white women, um, or excuse me, kind of pedestalize white women and other races of women.
1: And yeah, so, I see them do it in a general sense, but to come up yeah. and say, Yes, I'm with a white woman and I'm proud of my relationship and I'm able to talk to her about, uh, you know, systemic. No, I don't.
0: Um, no, you're not going to come forward and, and right. say anything like that. Right. Like, no, I, I honestly think, like, being the current climate, then Daniel's Russian put everything on display because, and you know, I kind of wonder, um, because we judge each other a lot, people judge each other. And so when people date interracially and you see the types of things that's going on with the country from white people and everybody else, um, those start to be real, real heavy conversations. Those conversations actually weigh down on a lot of people because it's like, you know, I love this person. This person loves me, but she does have family members that's racist. Um, she grew up a certain way. She might empathize with.
1: Man, racism. you are a Man. You're a man who cares what other people think. Like I am a conscious woman, (laughs) and I'm in a relationship with a conscious man. They laugh at that in this space, and I talk about it every day that I come on the show because I don't care what people think. And I'm a woman. As a man, you should not shy away from you know um, speaking about your relationship and your experiences. You a black man? Come
0: on, but but you you gotta think about it. The court of public opinion is real heavy. And a lot of guys in this court of public opinion very, very seriously. And I actually think they take it more serious than we do. And so when it comes down to race relations and shit like that, no, they're not. I, I, I honestly don't think they'll um, talk about. It. I don't think they're going to be right with it. I think. And I think you know. it's to a point of embarrassment to a certain wow. degree. You I don't should never. Gonna, you it should be. Proud honest i don't think they're going to say that out loud but you have shit that you don't talk about out loud with people and i feel like it's one of those things
1: i think men in this space were more apt to be embarrassed of being in a relationship with a black woman because that's how shame they are in this space even prior to now people are openly talking about their relationships with people outside of the race before all of this even happened
6: no, it's just a dude. A lot of dudes are not going to be able to tell you about it because they're not truly leading that woman.
1: That's what I, I, I agree a, with.
6: A lot of dudes can't tell you because okay, I'm I'm gonna talk about my experience with non-blacks. Every time I've gotten with a non-black, and even many times I've gotten with black, I teach them my code, my way of living, the black way and the my way of living. What I'm what, what, because you rolling with me. It ain't, I just don't believe in that we rolling together concept that comes after the fact. You rolling with me. So therefore, if I tell you to duck, don't be sitting up here turning around. What you mean? Cause you might get your head blown off. So I hang in some very dangerous areas with some of my friends. If I'm taking you with me, you need to know how I roll. Now that don't mean I'm putting you in danger. You just need to know that. So if you're the type of person that I can't take with with me, and this goes to your question about some of the dudes in these spaces, then a lot of these dudes get with women just for the pleasure aspect of it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if that's the case, he can't answer Sister George's question. I can't articulate to you about how I've schooled this girl on Brooklyn because I don't take her around Brooklyn. I only deal with her in the bedroom or I only deal with her when it's time to kick it, or I I need to get- Or I've
1: left Brooklyn and moved to Oklahoma with her and we don't even speak about my experiences.
6: Right, but I'll get on this microphone and and women do it too. Let me not let them off the hook. You'll get women who'll sit up here and do that Tarana Burke thing, where they'll sit up here and create Me Too because a white man uh, molested her or did something wrong at work. She'll talk about black men though, going out of her way to. Not even say nothing about white men. and then the minute she has an opportunity to talk about Harry H- Harvey Weinstein, she'll go on Twitter like she did and say, that's not my demographic. that's not what I talk about And who will come to her rescue and marry her a loyal black man, which is actually what happened to Tarana Burke. So mm-hmm. it's a losing thing on both sides
4: and she's lucky for that and she's very lucky for that because most most students say no nah, I don't want nothing to do with that that's the way how she looks, but keep going.
6: But, but it's always the loyal Black man coming to the swirlers' oh. defense. You only got a couple of times where it don't happen.
1: You know, um, Leo just commented in the chat that he's surprised to hear me to, um, say the things that I'm saying because um, I've talked about how it is an act of treason to date outside of the race. Um, Leo, I still feel that way. However, I feel that if you as a man have made the decision to date outside the race, Um, You should be man enough to um, speak about it. Um, I feel that if you're not, you know, what's the thing that's, it's even worse. The thing that's worse than being treasonous is being a treasonous coward.
0: Oh, you know, we're going to lose like hella subs.
1: I mean, I'm not going to bite my (laughs) tongue. I'm not, you know, I can't do that. I wouldn't be being true to myself. Oh, gosh.
2: Oh
0: gosh, concrete that hurt, that hurt. Ouch! Um,
1: <laughs> you don't care. Look, you already know my my thoughts and feelings around this topic. So, I, I listen, and I do feel like that is committing an act of treason. But, um, I although I feel like it's committing an act of treason, I um, would still march for my brother if he was killed in the street, you know, as a result of police brutality. I would still speak out if he was, um, you know, the if he faced oppression and he was um, accosted by uh, a, a, um, a Karen who was using her white tears to manipulate, you know, I, you know, I, I, your, your choice and a partner would not, Stop me and standing up for you as my brother, but I, you know, I do think it's an act of treason. I haven't changed my mind on that.
0: Well, let's welcome Mike to the panel. Hey, Mike.
2: Good afternoon/slash evening, ladies. Hold on just a Hello. second. I'm, cl- I'm clocking out of work right now. Hold on. Hold on.
1: Okay. Do your just thing. Do your five thing. Five
2: seconds. Uh, what's my pen?
4: He's
2: all waiting right. for the coat clear before you start talking no no, no. I'm at home I, I'm working from home right now but okay. I, work, I work uh it so I gotta clock out and check my hours make sure I got my 40 out yes ma'am all right okay ladies what is going on?
1: Not much, Mike. Thank you, thank you for coming up to partake in this topic. It's like pulling teeth to get you know people to want to talk about it. Apparently,
0: All right. And um, shout out to Mr. Research for that super chat. He said, "Donation to Curlin for my first chat greeting." Oh, you know what? My, what Kerlin's is mine, and what's mine? <laughs> Curlin. Expand you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. Go ahead. Um, Mike.
2: Well, no, I I was going to ask what, what, what is it exactly? What is the questions that you're asking?
1: Well, the most recent question as it relates, and I I can't remember, I think you did say that you were in a relationship with someone that is outside of the race. Mm -hmm. Um, basically, do you have, have you had conversations regarding, you know, what's going on in, in, with the current climate um regarding you know um social injustices police brutality and are you having like conversations with your significant other and you know are are you able to have those honest hard conversations despite the fact that they are of another race but i don't know if you were with a white woman or someone um hispanic i can't remember
2: yeah no she's she's um she's in like she's white and indian but yeah she's, she's more more white than anything but yeah so yeah we do have to talk about these things because um it's good for her to know what my mindset is when i walk out of this house and um i talk to my children so all my children except for one are seen as black or minority in america And so I have to have these talks with my kids and I talk with her and she understands we've been together for 13 years. So it's not like it's something new. Does she
1: empathize with your plight? Um, Or like, is there, you know, like, does she get defensive regarding like the the, the topics?
2: No, she doesn't get defensive because the mindset here. And and that's, that's the problem. This is why I said, I didn't want to, uh, no good can come from it is because race is not an issue. We don't see race as the issue in America. We see class as the issue.
1: Mm.
2: Okay. So the black man is placed as the lowest class in America. Not the black people, the black man. Okay. So, so but
1: that but being that you're a black The black man is placed as the lowest. Then there has to be another factor other than simply class, because that is your sex, your race also plays a role in you know who the black man is, right?
2: I don't. (sighs) All right. So you guys have never heard me say uh, a a bad word about black women as a whole. No, never. but black women and black men are not seen as the same class in America. And so, so we are held at a different level from everybody else to the point that the the illegal, hold on. This is why I say this. I'm in Tucson, Arizona, right? So Uh this is a sanctuary city. I see it every day. The illegal uh, immigrants are placed above us the black man doesn't have a safe city Mm -hmm. in america a sanctuary city okay um (laughs) so we are at the bottom we are constantly climbing so the work that i do the things i do she understands why i work the way i do why i move the way i do and she has never given me any grief about it she follows my lead so that's why i hear that's good when I hear certain comments like the black man's not leading or he's ashamed or this and that. And like I said, you saw, th- you saw the comment that I posted. I said, no good can come from this because people get in their feelings and their emotions instead of listening to the logic. In I the way think a some good
1: can come from this. I think that this could, first of all, like, you know, I, I'm glad it was you who came up because you are, it's easy to have a conversation with someone who is, always respectful and is not, you know, the person that we see constantly tearing down black women and the black community. We don't see that from you. So if there can be something good to come from this conversation, it would be like a, with a person like you.
2: Well I appreciate you know, that. And then that's why, you know, I, I got nothing but respect for you ladies doing your thing. Thank you.
6: You know what that's that's a good point is that what, what I find uh, ironic a lot of times is that You'll take that 5% or 30% of brother who is doing things with his dark skin the right way, and but you'll have everybody else who's inappropriate and who likes to slip a anti-black comment in as a joke, hide behind those 30% of brothers that are doing it right. And then try to say, there are some brothers doing good things. Nobody has a problem with brothers traveling. It's always the travel people who slip in the ape, the ape, the ape comment. Nobody has a problem with a brother going over there to weigh his options. But it's always the ones who come back and start talking about this, that, that, and the other that's when it starts to get like, okay, well, why do you care? Because it's polluting us. And if we don't say nothing back as intellectual brothers and sisters, then we just let the pollution rise.
1: You know, I think that Mike, you said something interesting and I don't disagree with you that the black man is at the very bottom, but I think that the black woman is just a hair above him. She's just above him on the actual totem pole. Um, but it, I guess I was confused as to why it is a, like how class is separated. If so, you're you're not talking about class from a financial standpoint.
0: OK, because well, that's what my question was going to be. And wait, before you go, um, shout out to Kenny Conjo for that super chat. He says shout out to Mike Shinnery for coming through to the panel to give his take. Um, he said, ladies, keep pushing discussions regardless if it's controversial and tough. Um, Thank you, bro, Yeah, we're going to go. We're going to go there. And, you know, these are conversations hard. I They're hard for me because I really don't like to uh dive deep into shit like this because it's uncomfortable, but we have to do, what we have to do. So
2: go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. Well, no, I was going to say it's, it's not, it's kind of like a it's a, a power structure um, slash money thing. Um, the black woman has been given has been placed above the black man, above the illegal immigrant. Um, you know, like if you, if you really look at it, um, you could put the uh, hmm, how do I name, how do I say this? the enemy of the Nazis and the elites are at the top. I didn't say the white man. I said the enemy of the Nazis and the elites are at the top. Okay. Then you have,
1: Yeah, I understand.
2: (laughs) Okay. Then you have um, the, I guess in America, you would have the white, the white people underneath them. You would have the black woman. And then you have the rest of the people that were welcomed to the country. You know, the Indians, the, 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 not the Asians Native.
1: are above the black woman, though. So it depends on what illegal
2: immigrants mm, are I mean, talking about. Not, not at all. Oh, not necessarily. I, not I think Asians
1: are, are definitely, like when you think about like Silicon okay. Valley and when
2: you think, think about Think of it like, like this. Think of it like this. There's only allowed so many immigrants each year to come in. So many more black women because they are black and they are women are given opportunities above those HB1 visas. Exactly. Okay, So this is why I said mm, you okay. have to look at the reality, not the feelings, the reality. Okay. Every black woman that wants a job has got one if she goes and tries to get it. This, uh, this and, is why yeah. But if not, she's given she's given the ability to survive.
1: I agree, with to that. Her. I agree with that. However, every Black woman that wants a job definitely can have one. She can. But um, generally, it's a common thing that the reason that they're so willing to hire Black women is because, number one, a lot of us will serve as their guard dogs. Number two, um, Black women are generally doing more than one job. Uh, you know, I that's even you know, I work in corporate America, I do something that two people should be doing, they're doing the job of two to three people, and they're getting paid one salary. So, yes, yeah. I agree with what you're saying, though. So,
6: well, 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 can we have that corporate conversation real quick? So, so it is true, but that's only because, from a management standpoint, we know she'll do it. See, we understand several things on the corporate level and I fight against it with my blackness in, in meetings. But it's a difficult thing kind of what Mike is saying. If she's doing these jobs and nobody asked her, nobody demanded it of her, nobody put it in her job description. She's doing it in this self-imposed fear to make sure she's relevant and valuable this isn't why most of the anti-blacks in corporate have hired her. They've hired her to guard dog. That's her primary focus. It ain't even the job. And I didn't even realize this when I was on a lower level. When I started coming up higher and higher, I started seeing it like a deer in headlights. I was like, are you all serious? And like a friend of mine told me, he said, you know, if I if I if I could, I wouldn't even hire black women. And this is a black guy saying this, and I'm like, dude. What he said? I know you pro black. I know. He said, but let me tell you, the stuff they do against the team is ridiculous. But they fit that demographic, and if they make a complaint, they're 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 protected more than even a black dude. So when Mike makes this point about the cultural aspect with the Indian or even the Asian, they're doing what they're doing in groups. They're monolithic. If you notice, to Mike's point, they don't operate as a single Asian woman doing her thing. It's a group mentality. Yeah. um, Let
0: me send a special shout out to Nick OO. He says, Black men stop talking around the issue of racism the fact that white supremacy st- strategically ad- advantages black women at the expense for black men is still racism what do you I, guys agree. Think I agree
6: but 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 that's hard to What's stop it? nick because granddad helped her when no other demographic would granddad is the one who told mike and me and 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 uh uh cr hey look make sure you take care of your auntie make sure you take care of your sis you know they got it bad because they was cleaning houses and working in the bathroom and and cleaning uh, a woman's uh a house for her while she sat there and smoked a cigarette see we knew that but the minute she came up the minute she started getting in those offices the first thing she did was turn against not all of them, not, not this great 20 percent we got on this panel, but 80 percent of them decided I'm going to turn against my own son. I'm, he, I, no, I'm not going to tell you they hiring in the mail room. I'm going to keep that to myself. And I'm going to laugh it up with my girlfriend. I'm not, I'm not going to do what your granddad did, share the information. Black churches start going down because black church used to be a place where people used to get information on who hiring and why. So you're absolutely right, Nick. It is a racism move. But this is why we try to say in these spaces, when we're not yelling at each other and and performing entertainment, we try to say in these spaces, hey, black woman, you're going against your own children. Your own children don't even respect what's going on. But yet you always say, well, it's the man that I pushed out of here. He's responsible. And but guess what? You don't even have your own child. Your own daughter has to fight for a security job, a handyman job, a warehouse job, because you're not even bringing your own daughter in. Well, that's not what she want to do. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. When do, you, when do you take that responsibility as the mom and say, I'm going to develop something, if not for this boyfriend that I'm dealing with at least for the children no and so we've had 30 years of women winning 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 getting the bag but nobody else is benefiting so yeah Nick you're right
1: did we read Nick's super chat I'm sorry I had to I was um doing something for a second yeah we read it we read it okay 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 um, Mike, I'm sorry, we we kind of delved off into something else. Was there something else that you wanted to elaborate on regarding what we've um, spoken about?
2: No, I was just going to say, um, <laughs> it's the, the general, uh, the generalities. Um, we hear in these spaces, um, the men will say, you know, all black women, or then some will say, oh, not all, not all, just the ones that act like that, that do that. Well, Um, I came into this space from day one on every panel I've been on. And I've said, women are women. Women do the things they do of all races because I came from a place. I I lived in New York till I was 12 and then in Hawaii. So I've seen women. I've dated women of all races. I've messed around with all kinds of women. Okay. So I've seen the actions of women on all cases. All right. So um, I don't have this this, uh, this negative outlook on just black women. I see, I see women as women. I haven't dealt with the women that these other brothers, uh, describe. So, you know, I have to leave them to their own. They have their experiences, right? So I don't accept that type of behavior period. Um, I was the one that said, walk away. All women do it. When a woman acts up like that, that she don't respect you, walk away. So my girl, and none of the people that I allow in my space have this these Karen tendencies. Okay, I know plenty of brothers here in Arizona that have um, women of all different races, and and it's the same thing. You know, we just don't accept it. So when you when you don't hear guys talking about um, their women of other races, it's because It's like they don't have to. You know, it's like it's like they don't they're not comparing the woman they're with now to somebody else's girlfriend. But that does act like that.
0: Well, let me ask you this, Mike. You don't Mm -hmm. think that um black men who date outside the race compare their whatever's to black women? It may not be to women's uh certain women specifically. But um, when you hear even men who date interculturally, they'll say, okay, I didn't have to deal with an ADOS woman because she does this, this, that, and the third, and she's this way, and she's that way. And so um, when I went SYSBM, I found a woman who was from Africa, but she behaves like this, and so I don't have to deal with American Black women. Because we, ha- we have definitely heard that in this space. What do you think right. about
2: Um, I think you can't deny the man his experience. Mm-hmm. If coming up through high school and into his adult years and he dealt with, let's say, Ados women, and his experience was that all the ones that he came across were like that. I can't deny him his experience. I can't tell him he shouldn't say that. That's his experience. That's his life. If he writes a book, it's going to be in the book. Right. So that's his experience. Um, He has every right to explain what he doesn't like. We hear women, Black women, Ados women, describe Black men all the time. We cannot tell the Black men they shouldn't describe their experience. That is his life. That is what he has experienced. And I had to... I had to fall back a little bit the way I came in because what I realized was the the men I was talking to were from Seattle all the way to Miami. Right. And San Diego all the way to New York. Right. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just right. men in Philly. Okay, right. it wasn't. It wasn't just the guys from Chicago or or Charlotte. Okay, it was men from the whole American diaspora. And they're all telling the same story. Right. So now that's where I fell back and said, wait a minute. Okay. There, there is more to this. I've seen it, but the minute that I felt disrespect or anything, that person, that this woman is no longer in my space. You know, and I, and I've said it, if you guys look at any panel I've been on before, I walk away. But I was saying, walk away from that woman as opposed to damn. If all the men are walking away from all these women, there is something to that dynamic.
6: Mm. Let me ask a question Um, for Mike. Would you disagree that a son born into a flag culture, whether it be um, Black German, Black French, Haitian, has a more... Of a grounded understanding of who he is, early, kind of like when Jews
2: have bar mitzvahs. Wouldn't you agree that? No, no, Uh, not at all. I say no because because he's being told what to be. Okay, we don't know who we are until we face challenges, until we see the world and see uh, and and learn to accept the world through our own eyes. Okay so, so a th- guy
6: who comes from those scenarios would 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 deal with with abuse the way ADOS men have dealt with abuse
2: Some do some don't Okay you know it's like um for instance we hear jokes all the time of um either the black guy that gets with the big white girl or we have the black guys that like the chubby Black girls, right? Um, but nobody in his family um, told him to go get with that black girl. Growing up, I'm sure everybody said, "Oh, you got to get a dime. Go get that dime," you know. But we all we don't learn wh- who we are or what we are until we grow and and have those experiences. Now, if somebody's constantly feeding you, telling you who you are, for instance, in those Muslim uh, Muslim countries and stuff like that they come to America and they become different people. They're no longer that strong Muslim belief that they had in Iran or in Iraq. Okay. Because now they're seeing another, the the way the world actually is as opposed to what was, was fed to them in that singular lifestyle that they came from. You know, like I see
1: a lot of people that seem to try to hold on to their cultures um, even though you know they're, um, you know, even though they come here to the U.S., uh, a lot of even like West Indians and stuff seem to try to hold on to a lot of their culture because they view it as something a thing of pride,
2: right? They have some, yeah, some things that they hold on to. And here in America, we are not Africans, we are Black Americans. Okay, so our culture is American Remember, culture. Have
1: a- yeah, but we just dis- we are descendants of Africans.
2: Right, but we did not bring the culture with us. Right,
1: because culture it was, we, it was stripped, stripped from, from us. Yeah, well, yes. well,
2: right. Right. well, we tried to, but it was beaten out of right. us. Right, and and that's why I say, um, somebody from Louisiana is going to have a whole different uh picture of what their culture is than somebody who was raised in San Diego. Okay, or. Um, A black man that was in the military or a military brat in America, he sees the whole world. And so he's going to have a whole different picture of black culture because black culture to him is just what he sees from the other black folks in the military as he's traveling. Somebody in New York is not going to have the same culture as somebody in Seattle. It's all different. And so in America, the one thing that we're seeing that is common is the black man and the black woman are not on the same page, you know? So the, when we talk about culture, what is the culture of black America? If the man and the woman are not on the same page.
0: So let me Um, ask you this question or and let me ask the panel in the chat do y'all think that it is necessary to separate from a certain part of the culture in order for black people to succeed
1: yeah um i've kind of um explained my thoughts on this uh, when we talked about different topics but um I do think that in order to develop a lasting legacy as a people, in order to thrive as a people, in order to um, be a more successful race of people uh, or group of people, um, I do think that it is necessary for us to build our own communities and everybody can't come, you know, the degenerates or the, the people that are, um, you know, low, low moral aptitude and, you know, no values like they, they, you know, we ain't rocking with them. So, yes, I do. To answer your question, think that it is necessary.
2: Right. And and that's what we're seeing now. When you when you hear these guys that are saying, save yourself, black man, they're saying, you know what, we're going to create a culture. If you listen to the words yeah, that these but- guys are actually saying. How you know, does they that make...
1: work? Because we're going to create a culture and leave behind um, the women of our the the women of our race, of our whole race, not saying just the degenerate people or the people that are, uh, you know, negatively impacting the community or the culture. But we're going to leave behind all the women of our race and go with women of another race to create a new culture.
2: Mm, see, that's that's where the, the message gets uh, misconstrued. Okay. Okay. The men that are saying go to South America, they're not, they're, they're not leaving the race.
1: Uh, yes. I agree. They're
2: leaving that. the Eidos woman.
1: Right. They're not
2: leaving, right. They're not walking away from Africa, the I African blood.
1: Yes. I agree with that. I thought you were okay. Um, I thought you were meaning leaving black women as a whole, Um, you know, anyone with black skin. Um, right.
2: No. and And, I, and that's, Okay, oh, but
1: are they saying that they're going to go to these other countries to create communities, or they're speaking no. of bringing the women back to the U.S. to create communities within the U.S.? Well, concrete. Because it be doesn't seem like they're talking about creating independent communities. They want to go no, up no, in somebody no. else's concrete.
4: community. Concrete, concrete. You know the answer to this question. When when niggas go, they go and nest somewhere else. Where they hope they get that submission and cooperation somewhere else.
2: Well, see, and sure, yeah. if, you
4: got, if, you got, if you got the American money, yeah, it's going to spread much further outside America. And then those those women that see this black man. Yeah, but what oh, time look can look say this black they a man? You got money. Listen, uh, a, a woman oh, you listen.
1: Country,
4: it will, will, will submit in a quick second. SL, oh, you see the American dollars? Oh, yeah, they will get down on one
1: Exactly, because they have an agenda too.
4: Right, and what's so, that agenda? What's that agenda, conquerors? They have the woman? From a lot
1: of those women are come from like poverty. So if you have money, of course they're going to acquiesce and they'll do what you want and they'll you know submit and you know put on a smile and you know rub your feet and whatever it is that you're asking, uh, because you know they see green.
4: That and that's and conquerors. That's what the fuck they want. Shit. Shit. That's a beautiful thing. They want to come up. Yes, baby. You can come up, man. Mess with me. I make you a subpar millionaire in your home and I'll bring it to America to be like American women. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Mike.
2: See what I was going to say is, um, we're in a different era now and, um, I don't know if you guys caught it. Um, they did it on, what's that show? What's that show with Lonnie love on it? They had, a. Uh, they're real. I oh. think it's the real, um, that girl on their Beals, Amanda Beals. And she was asking about marriage and she said, you know what? We're in a different era now. Marriage is not a necessity anymore. People can be together without marriage. And like, sure. When I thought, when I heard her say that, I thought to myself, that's also the era that we're in. It's a new era. We are now available to go and travel the world. We're not stuck just here. Being an American allows you to go to any country and live and enjoy the uh the, the the landscape, the life somewhere else, you know, where the where there aren't certain laws where you don't have to worry about the police beating your ass. You can go to Britain and they walk around with batons. <laughs> you know, there's there's no drive-by by cop. You know what right. I'm saying? So yeah, uh. uh, they have the option of meeting someone somewhere else. And I can meet someone in Spain and move to South Africa mm-hmm. and be at peace. So it, it's, it's putting those, those constrictions on people that the mentality of that is, is what needs to go away. Because these guys are looking for peace, mm-hmm. a partner to share peace with, to enjoy life with and adventures and experiences. They're looking for it. These men want, want women it's just that they're having the hardest time finding them here. And, well, and when I, oh, go ahead.
1: Um, Go ahead. I'm sorry. You can finish your thought and then I'll chime in.
2: No, people always ask me, you know, like, like, oh, well, why did you choose her? Well, I didn't necessarily choose her. I got to know her while I was messing around with other people. You know, and, and I wasn't really dating. I was just, I went through a divorce, so I was, I was out fucking, I'm just gonna put it like that part of my French, but I was a man who went through a seven year marriage, got divorced. And so I was doing, I went right back to my old ways, you know, and then I met this person. Okay. Out of all the people that I was messing around with, this one stood out. I wasn't looking for a white woman. I wasn't looking for a specific woman. I, I wasn't looking for a woman at the time but I met this one and we got to know each other. And then she, you know, she had she checked a bunch of boxes mm-hmm. and knowing that I wanted a good mom to be a stepmom for my son, you know, so that when he's with me, there's still balance because his mom, you know, as she got older, she was a little loony. <laughs> All right. So, um, so, yeah, I wanted like I liked what I saw in this woman, and so uh-huh. and so we're together and thirteen years later, she's still that woman. We're still together. still a lot of respect.
1: Well, you know you said something interesting you said earlier when you were talking about black men being a different class of people than black women, and I don't know if this is um, the way most black men view it, however, I find it interesting that some of the white women who are um present at the protest you know they're holding signs that are um rather disgusting to me that are basically display their fetish right for the, the, black men yeah yeah
2: the bbc yeah okay and now,
1: um i well, i just want to say like i not that isn't the, that isn't the only example that I've seen that leads me to this conclusion, but it also that speaks to the fact that they aren't. Concerned about black people, they aren't concerned about black women, that they are concerned about black men. Um, because even though George Floyd was the catalyst, you know, we also have Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery, who you know, like, so there were uh, like he was the catalyst, but um, all of this isn't strictly just about George Floyd. Um, but the, it's interesting that they are proudly displaying signs about what, you know, that they want to protect black men's penis, um, but they don't necessarily um, give a damn about black women. And, you know, I just think that that is very interesting or that that is the conclusion that I drew <laughs> as a result of that and as well as some other um, things that I've, I've witnessed.
2: All right. Um, <laughs> it's funny you say that. Um, did you, growing up, we've all heard young and dumb, right? Absolutely. Okay. What are your thoughts? No, I'm not comparing. I'm just wanted. now that you've said that I'm going to put it off to young and dumb, right? Because it was just it was some white women, not all of them that were worried right, about right, right. And I was,
1: Yeah, and I, so, I, that's why I said just a, it was just a select few white women. Um, right. And I'm not trying to make it seem like all the white women that were out there. I think that there were some that are really allies, but I'm just speaking to this specific um, group of white women
2: right, so when when I look at it like that, i'm I'm thinking to myself, okay, um, we have these white women acting a fool with their signs. We have black women out there twerking in the middle of the street. We have black men hugging the cops. So my, am <laughs> my mentality is, okay, everybody's off their shit right now you know, because the whole thing was about the police, but now we mm -hmm. have everybody hugging police, you know, make it make sense.
1: I've seen various displays of black people, you know, not being on their A-game during this whole um, protest. Um, I, I, my, the point that I brought up about the white women, and, you know, sure, it could be an example of them being young and dumb, but I question I, you know, thought about it when you said um, Black men are, are, are a separate group, and I wonder if Black men see themselves that way, as well as if bl- uh, white women see Black men as a separate group, um, you know, separate from Black women, and if their concern is for just the Black men, or if they care about Black people in the Black community and, and the oppression that we face as a group.
2: Well, that, that's that's the thing—the generalizations. We can't hold on to those generalizations. They don't all think the same. They're not. They're not monolithic, not. Uh, right,
1: right? Uh, right? Absolutely. So yeah. just like I mean, you... I'm not implying. That's what I'm talking about. You know, a specific group. But I'm just out of curiosity, I wonder if you know that is a thing that you know people see black men as a separate group. Um, from Black women. And I also wonder if that is as a result of how Black men view themselves and how their, if their actions somehow um, are what lead white people, white women, um, to see them separately from Black women. I know this isn't an all Black, I mean, white people thing. I don't, do the right. whole, like, And I'm speaking like I'm speaking. I know everybody on the panel is an adult and all the people in the chat. So I'm not being specific with my wording and saying, I wonder if some of these people just because I don't do that whole, oh, you mean all oh, because you didn't specify. I mean, we're adults. I, I surmise that we can all figure out that I'm not talking about every last person that held up a sign saying that.
2: Right, and and that's one of my things is like in YouTube. If you consider YouTube the micro, um, do you see what you see in YouTube? Do you see that on the outside? Is there just as much men on the uh, in the real world in your daily life mm-hmm. in the macro that have the thoughts that the men on YouTube have? Is um, it is like uh, is are is YouTube in a good what is it um a good I guess description of of black america
1: what I see. Yeah. Yeah. uh no not for me because mm-hmm. oh. no because i don't and and that could be because of the anonymity that a lot of men are afforded in this space i don't see a ton of men bashing black women i don't encounter a ton of men that are um you know looking to escape the black community um, however I that, that that's not to say that I am not in the presence of men that believe in holding Black women accountable, that call Black women on a ish and that says Black women need to get it together. I'm tired of Black women doing this, Black women, you know, so I, I do see that, you know, but I don't see the, not to the degree in what, what I see in um, Black YouTube. I think it's it's magnified in this space.
0: All right. Um. And let me just say that shout out to T3 for that cash app. He said, for the white women writing for Black men. What a white (laughs) woman. Um, (laughs) To Mike's question, um, what I would say is, I actually think that um, the Black Manosphere is a great representation of the general thoughts of Black men. And I'm going to say this.
1: Um, And I'm going
0: to tell you why. So I always refer to my Facebook page um, because I ask a lot of questions, a lot of questions. And so um, when I ask the questions, I have men from the manosphere. I have men from um, very similar type of Facebook groups that are very reminiscent of the manosphere. And what I've noticed, I've added men from damn near everywhere from the United States on my page, right? And Mm -hmm. so I have men that are not associated with those Facebook groups or um, the Facebook groups or YouTube. And so I have everybody from those different places on my page. And what I'm noticing is that a lot of the men agree on a lot of the same issues as it pertains to black women and as it pertains to, um, the state of relations. So I think that, um, there's a certain mindset growing. Um, I don't think that black women are really prepared to deal with what's coming down the pipeline, especially with the thoughts being like that. Um, I kind of see that this this stuff that's happening with race is kind of pushing us uh, closer to a a more collective mindset. But we have a very, very long way to go. But yeah, like what I'm seeing... And I'm not
1: saying but i don't see where black men agree that the that our relationships are fractured i see black men and i i've been in facebook groups for close to 10 years so like large facebook groups and communicated in all types of groups and stuff too so i do there are men from all over but i see that they are fed up with black women's stuff so yes i see that but i don't see them i mean saying that i don't see right. the disdain for black women and i don't see them saying i'm leaving the black community that White oh, women are better, okay. or women of other, like that's what I was saying. You know, but they do all kind of share that consensus that they that they fed up, you know, to some, you know, yeah. I guess their um, resolution, their re- resolve differs.
0: Yeah. Um, now, I haven't seen them kind of go in on black women to say, you know, uh, like they hate us or whatever. Right. There is a certain mindset. That is definitely, definitely on the rise. And I'm not even going to say it's on the rise. I feel like they, black men, have probably always had a certain mindset. But this is the first time that we're seeing it being on display. And it's a bit shocking. Mm -hmm. You know, like. And the thing is, Omega
1: Dreads just said. We still have the hoteps and the pro-blacks and the, no, even the pro-blacks and the conscious men are tired of, of what they're seeing black women putting down. Listen, they're not. Oh, and pro-blacks
2: are dating up. out for sure. <laughs> for yes, sure. The,
1: listen, <laughs> pro-blacks are tired too. Even they're like black women on some mess and they, so, you know, when the pro-blacks thought of us, child, we, we didn't, you know, cut up.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. That's, something.
2: Um, and so, and,
0: came back. <laughs>
2: just so we know like the majority of black men like I was saying earlier do want to be with the black woman. They want a black woman. Um and they will put up with some stuff, you know, just so that they can have that black family that they want. Um and and some have just been through enough experiences that they they've given up and so they have moved on. But the majority is still, you know, black man wants to be with a black woman hmm. you know it, it, we're not saying that everybody's bad there's just enough bad out there that it's it's getting some people to just walk away
1: yeah good fair point but i i agree with that um the thing is the, the fact that there is so enough bad that it's it is um that there are like whole movements of men that are like okay we out of here um that means we need to address it before it's beyond repair um before it can never be repaired Um, yeah, I think that things are dire. I don't want to downplay that.
2: Right. And it's going to take something major. And I mean, major, because what's to, if you look at, like we were saying, social media as a whole, the black woman don't need a man. Okay. This is the message that, that the black woman is putting out there. So how do we then get, uh, the black men to to, to keep chasing her.
1: A revolution is is, is strong enough. You don't think, and, and and to be honest, I don't necessarily think it is because I've seen that we've already went back to the divisive stuff. We've went back to the, oh, well, where's the outcry for black women? Oh, well, black men aren't protected. Like I'm seeing us already fall back into our old ways.
2: All right. And this is this is the thing that I always joke about. Right. So when you see a good looking black man, what goes through your mind? And 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 I'm not saying for you to say anything against your your men that you're with now. But what is the thought that goes through a black woman's mind when she sees a good looking black man?
0: You want me to be honest?
2: Yeah. Yeah. For, for your, your, your lady's thoughts. Because I'm going somewhere with this.
0: Oh shit. Um I I, I got nervous because I remember that he's going, attractive.
1: I don't know. <laughs> right. No, then
0: so- like, that nigga ain't shit. I'd be like, you see him, he think he fucking fly. Look at him. He probably a fuck boy. Oh <laughs> wow. And- <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. So the reason I asked that is because every other woman on this planet has already shown interest in the black man. So if the black woman is not holding on to her man, or to the black man, and he's st- and he realizes he has those options, but the black woman don't need a man, he will, you know, take advantage of his options.
1: Makes sense. That's
2: that's the thing that that uh, when we when we hear this this mentality of I don't need a man. Okay, how many times does the black man have to hear that? Before he says, damn, look at Suki. Suki's looking good today. She don't got that much ass, but hey, I could do something with that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's 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 how much is he going to take? I, I, I understand it.
4: Well, you know, Mike Shimmy, you know how most Negroes act. They said decisions, decisions, decisions. <laughs> you know, since so you said you're strong, independent. You know, mainly, you know, she say she needs some man. So let me go at her a little bit. I'll deal with you once you're saying that you no longer be strong. And they said, Oh my god, you leave me for a white girl. And they you say I'm strong. Independent. Yeah, that's the problem. You're strong, independent. So I let you be very independent. I respect your sis. But <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's I mean, going to point, you know, it's gonna come to a point black women need to stop saying that dumb shit. Because right now, it's not looking good. Keep reiterating to the world and people just going to look at your size, okay, and it's going to turn the other way. And it's just enough black men ain't going to do it yet because, you know, they feel as a whole, they haven't got the options. But when they start, when they had enough, when they had enough, they really had enough. Hell, look at these young people that's Gen Z's. They said, oh, we're not going to entertain y'all. we going go the other way.
2: <laughs> right and shout out to I think it was Nurideen and I heard him say something and I work in a school district and he worked I think it was him that was working at a school and he said the the black boys in high school already are avoiding the black girls and that's up in New York yep. right so I
0: heard that if it's before.
2: gotten down to that level, the mentality, and, and those girls are doing the same thing that they see from the, the older generation. I don't need a man. I'm going to go to college. I can get it on my but, own. But I'm going to do it on my own. Of- go ahead.
4: But you know it's funny. Mrs. channel. they're saying the other word, otherwise. Um, one thing about that, about the boys not doing With the girls, it makes me wonder how much it influenced this. Um, they say, Screw that, makes me wonder. Hmm. It makes me wonder.
2: wonder. See, like that message right there 40% of those black boys won't even graduate high school. Is that how we're measuring (laughs) men now?
1: Uh, well, part of that part of that <laughs> might be related to getting back, I just want to say this, getting back to the Karen topic, part of that might be related to, like I said, those groups that we're in, a lot of the um, people that we see that are making these racist comments, and I'm talking about, it's like lots it's hundreds of people making racist comments online the majority of them are white women who are school teachers so if this is the mindset of the people who are teaching our children no wonder why the school to prison pipeline line exists Mm -hmm. so Mm
2: -hmm. yeah unfortunately we are not in a position of power that we can really Get rid of them unless we catch them. And no, the we've, laws... been,
1: um, we've been getting rid of them. Um, really and truly, the only thing is is finding out where they work. Like schools, I, I mean, if you're bombarded with, you know, 100 people sending you emails and posting on your social media sites, um, showing screenshots of one of your employees who made obviously blatant um derogatory remarks regarding a you know a black man's death or calling black people monkeys or saying you know um, you know we should kill more of them and stuff like that like you don't have a choice you know you're funded by 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 um tax dollars you you better get rid of them
2: right that's and that's exactly why i don't say some of the things i want to say sometimes because I'm holding on to, to a job that I need to. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I understand that. I just don't go attacking people and making, you know, racist commentary about people and saying hateful things like that.
2: Right. And, and will those, those, those Karens that are out there, I mean, they're, they're going to get exposed and you notice they are for the most part, you know, they're, they're gen Xers and, and above. You know um the younger the younger generations don't have that strong that strong belief in in that that racism as much it's still there i'm not saying it's gone forever there's some still out there but um you know with my five kids um i've seen that you know it's not it's not as uh
1: prevalent the way that it's played out yeah yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I'm seeing less and less young white um, females. I still see some young white males. You know, they want to take part in the George Floyd challenges and stuff like that. But um, I think they probably are, you know, older, um, older women.
2: Yeah, yeah. The Karens, the Karens are uh, the Karens are going to Karen and and they're, they'll, you know, with the cell phones and stuff. We'll get rid of them. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, it, it's they have to get caught, and we got to report them, or 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 do whatever we got to do to get rid of them. You know, but it, it's going to be there. We're going to see that. There's always going to be a race thing. Um, you know, there's if 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 a white woman walks down um, certain streets in certain cities, she's going to get that opposite behavior from from the black side. You know, so we still do have those issues and. Is it warranted if she's just walking, or a black guy walking with a with a white girl to his, you know, um, his house? I don't know, or Mike.
1: I don't think that that really happens like that. Like I've been in the hoods in Chicago, and you know, I lived outside of Chicago, When I would come with my white friends. All the black guys, there was a reaction they got, but all the black guys were all over them. Not, um, you know, they weren't getting harassed. Like, well, they weren't getting. Well, no, like, no.
2: That's what I'm uh, they, saying. It's have, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna come from the men. The the men are, <laughs> the men are the men are you or your friend is coming with me. Like that's yeah. what the men are saying. Right, but right, the right. women, it's the women is what I'm saying. Yeah, okay? they may get
1: you know some flack, but they're not gonna get assaulted. Not to the degree that right. the behavior these Karens are engaging in. Like I don't see you know not approached in that manner because you're doing your job or because you know you are selling waters or whatever. But True. yeah. I mean, it it could still be considered unfavorable uh, response to to them being there.
2: Yeah. And and that's why I say it's, you know, we're going to we're always going to have that here in America. You know, it's going to take a few more hundred years before that the mentality, the mindset of what has happened here um, gets erased and we all move as one America. It's going to it's going to take a while. Okay, we still got, you know, the boomers who went through the Martin Luther King age are still here with us you know and they they've passed the message on to their kids you know to us the gen x um i'm not sure where you ladies are at but um i'm sure some uh the a pro a black narrative has been uh fed to you mm-hmm. right Be- through you know because of our history here in america so it's going to take a few hundred years to get rid of that mindset yeah i and hope to what, never
1: i i mean i i intend to pass it on to my children and, well, no, no no no. i mean i mean children. the
2: mindset of the karen the karen's oh, oh, gonna oh. be here yeah uh
1: I, I agree there's gonna you know it's gonna take some time i think that they're probably fewer in number than they once were and we'll just continue to hopefully see them die out right not literally but you know
2: yeah and and yeah it's just Like that's why I like the title is Karen mania. You know, it's like, yes, we're seeing it now because now even the high school kids and the elementary kids have cell phones. So yes, now they're getting caught, you know, we're, we're, we're slowly going to work it
1: out. That's what I'm saying. That's real privilege when you know you're being filmed and you will still cut up, you know, you're being filmed and you'll still pretend that you're being assaulted by someone, a, a black man. You know that you're on social media and you still post hateful, racist comments on your page, knowing you work with the public, knowing that, you know, you work for a corporation and that is against, you know, what they stand for. Like, that—that that is just brazen. That's just so bold.
2: I, I think it's more power than privilege.
1: Wait, what do you mean?
2: Well, who's in power here in this country?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, white males.
2: Right. So the women believe that their men are in ah, power. They're going to protect right?
1: them. Yeah. Right.
2: So like, like, who's going to stop me if my man is in charge? Yeah. Right. So if, um, say if you own an estate, okay, on your estate, you do whatever you want. You want to go in the backyard and shoot the trees? You're going to do it. Who's going to stop mm-hmm. you in your estate?
1: I understand that, but I think their power—I mean, their privilege—comes from the fact that they've been in power. They, that you know that they are empowered, that they are in this country in positions of power. So I think that's where the privilege uh, comes into play.
5: Right. And the Jack something, right? Quick. Go ahead. I think also, you know, white women are pretty privileged. I mean, you you've seen a lot of white teachers. They be messing with young white boys and, and the black most of the time they get probation. Slap on the
1: wrist, yes. Yeah, so Continue, if, if, the they, if they if they can mess with
5: young boys, white boys, and don't get in trouble. What do you think they're gonna do with black men who are at the bottom of the barrel? Is it, they exactly. they gonna
4: say, I'll tell you what they're gonna do with the black boys? They're gonna send a special education, they're gonna race them up and give them suspensions. And go as far yeah. as even get them attacked in front of those yeah that's true. because they're yeah, taught who's like stop them no
1: black boy shows aggression and no one going to stop even until if he's not the showing aggression man's
4: going to stop him or the black woman
1: they're taught mm-hmm. that black boys grow into scary black men so they have to you know ensure that you know they don't go out and hurt somebody so they put you into you know the prison system by. Calling the police on you, or you know, you're you're constantly being suspended or being told you have a behavior disposition or something of that nature.
5: Yeah, and nah. so, and that real- that translate to the black men as well because if, if they can get away with, like I said, if they can get away with messing with young white boys, and if we if society deems that black men are at the bottom of the of the total pole. So it's real easy for them to call the cops on them, um, talk on social media because they believe that they're protected, and who's who's gonna mess with them? And this society has protected white women above everybody else. So
1: greed.
2: All right, and that's why I say it's it's to me it's more power than privilege. You know, it's it's they're they're running the show. You know, um those teachers are going to do what they do until until somebody stops them mm. okay so the only way we're going to stop them is to do something about it you know so with um, the karen stuff like we see, we already see it. it's old it's older women that are doing that you know and that, like you said it's slowly going away
1: I have to say this. Um, the reason that I identify it as privilege is because they have been granted um, special provision when it comes to um, their behaviors in this country—that is a privilege uh, that results from the power that your men have in this country. Um, if you like, if you know anything about slavery, it was white women who were responsible for the um, largest number of deaths of slaves. It wasn't white men. A lot of people don't realize that white women were the primary aggressors and were the ones who were assaulting, you know, the the, the slave children and uh, assaulting like the slave women. Um, they. Have been given carte blanche to to you know just run amok, and that privilege is something they pass down you know for generations to their children. They their children learn by watching them and by being told that you know you are the most desirable woman on earth, and you know black men are scary and they want you and they can't help themselves, and you know like they, that and they're going to rape you. That's it's, like,
4: it's it reminds me of. Birth of the Nation, the very first one back in the early twentieth century. They said, This is what these black men or these young black boys are gonna do to you when they get married. They're gonna take your advantage, they're gonna abuse you, rape you, and also and it makes me wanna say, look at the games they play to keep black men off of competition. And I give the, the European man credit, man. His psychological game is on point when it comes to our people and theirs. And they know this. That's why you know when they when they do these things to us, it's not because they feel a certain way where it say, I'm doing something. No, they do it because they love it. They like it. They know, say, black man, black woman. not. They know that their potential, what they could do. But they say, I just like, fuck with y'all because I want to fuck with y'all. And hope y'all do something. You know, it's like a hunt. Like, say, you know, they want to hunt you um, in, in the um, woods. And if you're not a, a predator that's trying to fight back or to prey, that is no fun to them. And what they're seeing with black people, doing, they a that guy's no fun. I'm hunting you down. You just let me abuse you and kill you. I want you to put some fight. But that's it. That's how awesome. it's That's how they are.
1: Well, um, yeah, like I said, I, I think, yeah, I, I agree, Mike, with what you were saying regarding the power, but I think that it gives them a sense of privilege, uh, an entitlement Um, that, you know, uh, other people aren't afforded. And, you know, power, privilege, whatever you you want to call it, um, I think that it's part of what's behind them running amok and and acting up. I don't know if you all saw the video that we played at the beginning where um, the woman was, like, hysterical because the guy followed her home and yeah. he oh okay okay yeah um that type of like those type of hysterics I, I, it was absolutely insane to me especially because i don't think that she was in fear for her life because she oh, approached no. him initially i don't think it was a oh he's going to hurt me i mean she, I, she, I thought she was about to have like a, a breakdown and they she would have to be carried away in an ambulance the way she No, was she wanted out.
2: somebody to come save her. Is that she was yeah. yelling and yeah. screaming so somebody mm-hmm. would come and rescue her. Damsel in distress. Right. Yeah, and there's the old, an older older white woman. <laughs> I don't think she
1: was that old. She looked like she was probably in her late 30s, early probably late 30s.
2: Mm, I would have put her uh, early she 40s maybe
1: possibly possibly yeah
2: the mask was hiding but you could yeah (laughs) she she was i think she was a little older and then her voice too you could hear it in her voice she was a little older (laughs) than
1: like that was like a shrill it was like nails on a chalkboard when she was screaming i'm like oh my gosh i couldn't even get through it
2: yeah that, that was that was some nonsense just like the the lady in the dog park up in New York in Central Park.
1: Ah, oh, yeah, you Amy know. Cooper. Um, yeah, that was that was absolutely some nonsense to Like weaponize. I-, I actually saw another video yesterday, and I can't think of what it was, but it was a it was another Karen, and she started screaming and saying, um, "I'm gonna call the police. I'm gonna call." Like just, um, it's like when people they're basically trying to draw a tr- uh, attention to. To the situation, and you know, paint themselves as the victim. So it's just, I don't know, it's, it's absolutely insane to watch these behavior, watch these women behave in this manner. It's 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 crazy.
2: Right, and I think a lot of them too are seeing now that because there is so much attention on um, the, the the issues that blacks have in America. You know, they're feeling a certain way of seeing what they're seeing on TV or in mm. the news. So they're going to act up. They're they're going to show their true colors now. Uh, probably a little bit more. You know, um, three weeks Good ago, point. the Karen issue wasn't as bad. But we I mean, we got we got white boys walking around calling out the Karens. So it, it's a it's a it's a mentality of, <laughs> you know, a specific a specific white woman that is doing these things you know yeah i agree
1: and like they're looking at karen as a derogatory word like karen isn't just every white woman that's like a specific type of white woman or you know a white woman that's displaying specific behaviors
2: right see becky 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 that's that's the black man's girl (laughs) you know what that's our girl okay that's the
1: the, the girl who date the black guys
2: right you know that that's the becky okay the karen karen is 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 uh the anti-black man white woman (laughs) Hmm,
1: that's pretty interesting and she yeah okay yeah she's the one weaponizing her whiteness and you know i'm gonna call can i speak to a manager you know type of thing
2: right but yeah, yeah, I mean, I, guess I watched the video, I think it was yesterday of uh, some, I, they were calling her Karen, but it was a whole bunch of white boys that were doing a car show drive-by for a kid's birthday. And, you know, some some Karen came out blocking the whole road because they were doing like a, a, like a drive-by of a whole bunch of nice cars and chargers and stuff, right? And so she stands in front of the road blocking the whole road. Oh, you wow. know, so that the cars couldn't drive by. And then she's yelling at them to stop revving their engines and they can't do that. You know, so and then she's they're like walking the farm, around. Here's police. Karen. Yeah. And it's a white boy that's filming the whole thing. Talking about, All right, Karen, mm-hmm. go back inside. Get out of the road. <laughs> it's, it's a white dude. You know, so once again, you know, black America leading the charge.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we always do. We always do. That's interesting. Um, definitely funny. I do think, uh, you know, that that is, um, the term is catching on, but yeah, um, I don't think every white woman should be labeled that, and I do think that it, it is kind of like the definition that you gave, it's um, kind of she's contrary. like anti, yeah.
4: I think Karen is a fair word to call every caucasoid that acts like a Karen, moves yeah. like a Karen, behaves like a Karen. And think about it. A lot of Karen's will be disappointed. You no, know, say, wait, you put in a law because somebody call you Karen because I I mean they <laughs> act in a certain way. And I say, yes, but my name is Karen. We don't care, bitch. We don't want these <laughs> niggas calling us Karen every act. So I'm saying a carender. Do you I hate that shit? I want to say nigga, yeah. but I can't say it because they're gonna call me Karen. So you know what? <laughs> my man's in power. I'm gonna have him put some laws for you niggas so you don't call me Karen. Just like how you use the <laughs> F-word to go
1: manage to get that name um you know but yeah you know, it's stupid uh, categorized and, uh, as a derogatory term or discriminatory name like i am literally going to just be completely done like all, we can,
2: do all we can I, do is I,
1: laugh all we can
4: do is i won't be surprised let's keep real let's keep real let's keep real, real. this there's, there's like how many mm-hmm. um western names in america there's like thousands right so, to sit there ban one name because people don't want to be called, black people going to come up with a new term anyway. You see, the problem with white people, white people ain't fucking smart. It's stupid Facts. Fuck. Facts. Dude, do we know? Dude, listen, let's keep real. We all black people on the sign. We're the ones that keep innovating and creating culture and words. Everything they got off is off our tongues. Let's keep 100. So, if they ban it tomorrow, we're going to come up with something new for their ass the next day. It's that simple. It's that simple.
1: That's true, chaos. Um, Well, thank you guys so much. This has been a really interesting conversation, and we appreciate you guys coming up to chop it up with us. Um, thank you, Mike, for being willing to come and, you know, shed some light on this topic. And, um, you know, your comments are very insightful, and we appreciate it. Um, we're going to go ahead. You and thank you. Uh, <laughs> wrap it up. Do you have any final comments, Mike?
2: No, I'm just gonna wait and see what kind of hell I catch in the rest of the manosphere. <laughs> oh,
1: you represent well I, hopefully, you don't catch any because like you stood on your square and you know you gave us your um thoughts and opinions about the topic and you, hopefully, but you never know in this space.
2: Oh, trust me, I know I'm waiting for it
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, God. thank you again.
2: No problem, Thank you for having me, ladies.
0: Wait a minute, Mike. I had a oh, bonus. Uh huh. Did you call us to break down a menopausal
1: perspective? Oh, wow. Mike, that's what we're doing.
2: When would I have done that?
0: Oh, I was just making sure somebody uh, spread a rumor. So I was just checking.
2: No, ma'am. Yeah, um, I, I'm maybe
1: pre-menopausal. <laughs> I ain't menopausal, baby. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> yeah, no, sister George. I've been in in all kinds of spaces and watched you catch hell everywhere, and I've always been respectful.
0: You should. Sure, know, you really, when they said it was, it was, it, it sounded like I was like Mike. I was like, I'm gonna check my resources. I'm going to check my references. I was like, Mike, what? damn. I said not Mike. They ain't get him too, but
3: you know.
2: Yeah, no, I crack jokes and stuff, but I've, I've kind of left you ladies alone because um my, you know, me, like you guys, you guys are, are, are doing better, better things than what I'm doing. You know, I'm just out here speaking to the men um about my, you know, m- my thoughts and stuff, opening minds or whatever. Um I mean, you guys are having discussions that, that uh take a little bit deeper insight and need the discussion. So, you know, I try to show you guys some respect. But now I will crack yeah. jokes on you if you yeah. say and something we, that, yeah. that, that that's, and that's out cool of place.
1: And we <laughs> we could take a jab even if you want to say yeah, I said it, you know, in kind whatever whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I mean, ain't no love lost, but you know, we will inquire.
2: Yeah, yeah. no, no. If if I'm making jokes
0: <laughs> Yeah, no.
1: I,
2: I would, I would do it right there like like I would make a joke in here about you ladies. Um I'm not going to do that, that behind the back stuff, you know, or, or whatever. I have, I have no oh. beef with you, you know? Like.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Cause it's so many, um, shout out to Nick for, uh, like the super chat. He said, power gives you privilege semantics. And I guess, uh, I must have missed that one, but thank you so much for those cash apps, Nick, uh, super chats, Nick, go
1: ahead. Uh, concrete. Um, no, that was all. Thanks again, Mike. We appreciate you. Um, you're welcome to come up on the panel anytime. Um, and then, Chaos, what are your final thoughts?
4: Um, my final thoughts are the men that will listen and hear my voice. Um, be good to yourself, Negroes. Stay away from the Becky as best possible. Karen is getting very facey today, and she's going to keep getting facey as long as her man's in power. And it comes with the territory, you know. She'll look at you and say, You know what, nigga, you're going to take me as is, and you're going to still give me this dick. If we're smart. <laughs> oh, we're oh. No carrot. no carrot. No you will not get this dick. Go play with that black dildo that you like the wave around. That's your toy. You know, oh. that's as far as you're going to get at a real dick. Other than that, you know, we're just not going to fuck with you. It's that simple. And like always, let the chaos ring.
1: <laughs> Thank you, chaos. Right, peace out, ladies. <laughs> peace out, guys. Um, yeah. Thank um, you. Thank you. Yeah. Chaos must have had a few, few to drink. Go ahead. What you say, Danny?
0: Um. Yeah, they are calling us the pipe down. A woman's perspective. So- oh,
1: who are we getting? Uh, oh, from Wesley?
0: Hell no. Nah, from Zero's ass. Um, calling oh. us the pipe down. So everybody's been calling us the pipe down.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Um, y'all don't know what's happening in my bedroom, but yeah, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, get out of these here. Like, get out of These here. people always have something to say. Like, always, always, no, I always. Think he
0: was being funny, though. I don't think he was being um. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you were saying yeah.
1: that's 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 the rumor in this space. Okay, that was just no, no, Leo she... always, Leo always got something to say. I ain't thinking about him.
0: I don't know. Um they ain't
1: being um yeah okay okay, okay. because you. you know I was about to take it there. Okay, okay. Pull we'll me back in. We'll be back in. <laughs> um, but no, this was um a good show. Um thank you for those who came up on the panel and um engaged. Um I appreciate it. It was a good topic, lighthearted. Um, we did just want to talk about you know what we're seeing because like We're seeing more and more incidents of this type of behavior happening each and every day. And um, it's concerning to me because, like, I I know what weaponizing whiteness can cause. Um, I don't want anything happening to any of my brothers. I also know what, you know, weaponizing your womanhood can cause. Because I know that's probably one of the things that the men will say. Oh, well, Mm -hmm. Black women weaponize the police, too. Black women weaponize the white man too I already know that And I find that just as disgusting Just as repulsive But today we're talking about the Karens um, I just want to say to my brothers like, Be safe out here in these streets Because you can literally be doing Absolutely nothing but minding your business uh, Minding your black business And you know here. She comes (laughs) flying in, like trying to ruin day, ruin your day and, you know, calling the police or threatening to call the police or causing a disturbance or what have you. Um, So just be careful and be mindful of, you know, what they are doing and the behaviors that they are engaging in. And, you know, just uh, make sure that you're always recording too. in the event that something like that happens, pull out your phone like ASAP um, to make sure you got everything recorded. Um that's pretty much all that I have to say regarding the topic. Um Thank you to everyone who um, super chatted and um, for the cash app as well. and thank you to everybody in the chat for co- coming through and uh rocking with us.
0: Yeah, um, everything that you said um it was a good show, and uh really shout out to Mike Shinnery because it's hard to get up here and really speak, you know, on a lot of these issues. So really shout out to you and thank you to everybody that came through. Um, thank you to um, the panel, the chat. Thank you for the super chats and the cash apps. If you haven't done it yet, please like the video and subscribe if you're new. Um, yeah. So this is a good show. Um, it didn't, garner the views that i i wanted it to but it was still a really good show so um it's i'm all it.
4: it's not supposed to um um Danielle, it's not supposed yeah to. we
1: got to be talking about some messy stuff with black men and black women for that child
4: no you gotta <laughs> talk about black women only to get the views anything mm, with mm, non- anything black divisive is gonna be no no that tells you right to where black people's minds at where they're really at you could we could talk about in this community men and women or let you talk about other people and who they choose, you're gonna have problems. Matter of fact, you won't have problems. People not gonna watch it. They'll say, oh, no, I'm not gonna. I got my white girl ready for me next week. You must see Out your mind, girl. You better change the subject. You're gonna get some email after this. I feel it coming, man. I feel it coming.
1: YouTube better not be playing with our notifications.
4: No, 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 YouTube. You no, not. I'm, I'm talking, talking about to, get...
1: about to be a P. Yeah.
0: She didn't get the notification.
4: Yeah. No, 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 YouTube ain't gonna do that. Well, uh, my fault. They would, but you never know because depending how they subscribe to your channel, people will get the notification. Now, if people hit you up in the email and say they never got notification, then that's a problem. But you won't know until people that subscribe to the channel and watch your streams tell you personally. And people know. Trust me.
0: Okay, Mr. Analytics. Well. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but thank you to everybody. And... Um, hopefully you guys will join us on Sunday. Well, we will be back with another dope ass topic and uh, keep an eye out for our community tab because we will be coming with the questions. So um, you guys have a great rest of the week and be careful. We're out.